This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. This is a podcast from Minute Media. Jackpot, baby. Raiders fan radio. Oakland, L.A., Oakland, Vegas, Raider Nation, wherever, forever. You got your old Uncle Mosh and Raiders fan radio from Murph's Man Cave, taking a lighter journey into the dark side. Sit back, put your feet up, pop a top, and enjoy the ride. Here we go! When you have great coaches, then after you have great coaches, you get great players, you have a great organization, and you tell them one thing, just win, baby. Way up the middle, intercepted to piano at the 50, high running down, Oakland football, and I think Oakland victory. The Raiders have scored on the most singing, unbelievable, absolutely impossible dream of a play. Well, I love this team. I think this team can win. I think this team can win. You are listening live to Raiders Fan Radio, hosted by Murph, Uncle Mosh, and Swag Jeff. Take it away, guys. Well, thank you, Brent Musburger, and welcome, Raider Nation, back to uh, what we hope to be a fantastic episode of Raiders Fan Radio. You know it's going to be. Oh, my gosh, dude. Uh, We're trying to contain ourselves here in the fan cave. This is going to be an absolutely incredible night tonight. Cannot wait to talk about everything that, that, that happened over the weekend and, of course, what happened on Monday night. So much to get to. We have an absolute jam-packed show. We're going to run long tonight, so just letting everybody know here on the front end, usually we try to keep this thing between 90 minutes and two hours. We're probably going to go two and a half hours tonight because there's so much to get to. So for those of you that are on the audio podcast, you're probably going to get this podcast 
podcast broken up into two segments. We'll probably do the first part of the show uh, as part one, and then once we get into the Sea of Fans mailbag, we'll break that out into part two. And uh, Sea of Fans mailbag, that's where we hear from you, Raider Nation. We hear from the best of, of all of you uh, that are out there because more of you and less of us is a good thing. Um, so anyways, my name is Murph. Uh, welcome to Raiders Fan Radio. Appreciate all the, I'm proud to say, swag Jeff. Actually, let me, let me say this first. Let me welcome in the man that adorns the southern annex of the western annex of the Murphs Fan Cave Desk. Before we jump into the show, welcome Swag Jeff. Yeah. What's up, brother? Yeah, my gosh. It's so good to be here. And the Matthew Mangus, or Matthew and Daniel Mangus are going to be so proud because Uncle Mosh is not here tonight, but I am not sitting in his chair. Not sitting in his chair. I'm not sitting in his chair. I'm being being a good boy. Being a good boy. So welcome Swag Jeff to the Fan Cave. Uh, My name is Murph. My co-host is Swag Jeff. There's usually a third man in the booth who is my real-life uncle. He's Uncle Mosh. And uh, so a reason I bring all that up and introduce us all is that uh, we have literally, Jeff, at this point, thousands of new listeners. Absolutely. It's uh, absolutely incredible. We are so proud to uh, to remind you that we are the official podcast of Fansided, uh, which is just Blog Baby, which so many people are familiar with. Yeah. And uh, we, are, we are very thankful to be part of the new Fansided team and much respect to those folks. Uh, for those of you that have listened to us on the regular, you know about that, that recent announcement that we made that we are now part of Fansided. And yes, we have a flood of new people that are listening to this show, to Raiders Fan Radio. So thank you to all of you uh, that are jumping in. You're minding your own business, scrolling through some Raider news, and next thing you know, you found some knuckleheads uh, on, on there talking about sometimes everything but the Raiders. But uh, we, so, yeah. Yeah. But, so we, we appreciate you, all those new folks, uh, new subscribers we got a, yes. a bunch of. Yes. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Cannot respect and, and appreciate all of you enough. So yes. again, my and name is my name is Murph. Uh, this is what we call Murph's Fan Cave, which is my bonus room, and uh, and my best friend in the whole world is Swag Jeff, and he's co-hosting the show with me tonight because we got no mosh. We got no mosh tonight, uh, and there's a lot of other people that are here. Tell them about the chat, Swag. The chat is what makes it. The chat's what it's all about. Uh, Ron the Materator, who is our moderator for the chat. Uh, he is, he's going to be in and out. He's, he's driving right now. He said, I'll, I'll censor all of you, uh, whenever I get a chance to stop. So, <laughs> so folks like kill Jadis and stuff are saying, Hey, Ron's away from the keyboard. Everyone say the most dirty thing that you can right now, <laughs> which I'm a moderator too, yeah, you but are. I just let everything go for the most part, for the most part, for the most part. Yeah. Yeah. So, as long as if, if it's not a personal attack, you just let it roll. I just let it roll, man. Mm. Absolutely. And if you're joining us on the YouTube, I got some new swag tonight. Yeah, I've, I've, I've got good, I've got swag like every week because I'm I'm just like my boy Charles Woodson man I'm repping that Black, Black Sunday, Sunday dude. and and Black Sunday if you're listening to this this is where a live read could happen where Swag Jeff uh, would <laughs> would talk about all the great new things that you have but I'm not going to do that because they don't sponsor our not show yet, right now. Not, not yet not yet but the Black Sunday folks uh, are are of course a huge sponsor of our good friend Raider Cody yes uh, and if and you saw Charles Woodson wearing that Black Sunday hat yeah mine's Jeff coming. Yours is coming, and uh, and we know that, that that Charles and Cody are working together on the Sahara uh, live game day broadcast and watch party, which yours truly, I'm very uh, thankful and happy to be joining that broadcast uh, three times this year, at least so far, maybe even yeah, more, and yeah. uh, and that starts in two weeks against the Dolphins. But uh, anyways, you want to hear us talk about 
Monday night. So oh, let's jump yeah. into Monday night. So thank you again to everybody. Uh, I tell you what, before we jump into the show proper, uh, I just want to say that you can always find us on the audio version of our podcast by searching for Raiders Fan Radio. That's on any podcast service, Google, uh, iHeart, Stitcher, uh, Apple, you know, you name it, man. All you got to do is search for Raiders Fan Radio. You get this show, the flagship show, Raiders Fan Radio, and you can also get a show we call Flashback, where our good friend Rich Schmelter, the uh, author of the Raiders Encyclopedia, takes a look back at something significant within Raiders history. So we appreciate Rich and his amazing shows. Um, and you can also join us live. And so Jeff mentioned a second ago about the YouTube. You could join us live each and every week at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern. That is YouTube.com slash Raiders Fan Radio. It is the absolute, hands-down, slam-dunk, best chat room best community in all of uh of, of raider listening audiences yes. and i can say that not of course i'm biased so i'm of course gonna think that but we hear it from people all the time even people that are outside of our show going they say like man you guys just chat room rules and they do yeah. they're the best so shout them out uh yeah, jeff give absolutely. them some, give uh, some respect yeah so uh jeff murphy in there qb jeff our buddy from dominico's is there uh Paul from Shropshire, Mississippi. Paul? Yeah, uh, we got the Mangus Boys, uh, Raiders Gears and Thread, Aussie Raider Aaron, uh, Lil Tiger Twelve, who is a uh, who is a new member to the chat, first time welcome, tuning in. Welcome, welcome, welcome. So yeah, so normally uh, normally there's three of us here, and uh, and it's. Oh, sorry. Murph, Swag, Jeff, and who's the third guy? Yeah, yeah right. the third guy is normally <laughs> Uncle Mosh, who is Murph's uh, real life uncle, but uh, but he's not here tonight. So it's just you're chilling with Murph and Swaggy J, and, and man. yeah, man, we're we're fired up. But let's see who else is in there. Big Bass Raiders in there. Chronicles of Black Holes in there. Mac Buds in there. Storms in there. Uh, Central Cali Bears in there. Yeah, man, we got we got everyone. Dude. Pineapple B one twenty two. Aloha Raider Nation, man. Yeah, we got man. folks. So we get. Folks that check in with us from Alaska to Hawaii to the Canary Islands. We're going to hear from our good buddy Rico tonight. Yes. Um, Raider Nation uh, here on Raiders Fan Radio truly is global. We are very thankful it really, yeah. uh, for all of them. So, again, thank you so much for everybody joining us here live tonight. All right. So much to get to. I'm going to shut up because we have just – we have more content than we have uh, room for. So, again, we're going to go long. Uh, at, at, uh, before, right as we're going to jump into the Sea of Fans mailbag, we're going to also welcome in our good friend Kevin the Raider Nerd. Nice. Kevin is the guy that used to show up, well, he still shows up at Raider Games, dressed like a Mandalorian. But Kevin was dressing up like a Raider Mandalorian before the Mandalorian was a Mandalorian. Exactly. This is what people used to call him Raider Boba Fett. They didn't even know what a Mandalorian was. Uh, anyway, so our good buddy Kevin, he's a super fan, um, always uh, resides there in the black hole with the likes of Gorilla Rilla and, of course, Wayne Mabry and all the, all the greats. And uh, we're going to hear from Kevin at the, uh, at, right before the Sea of Fans, so about 90 minutes from now. We'll check in live with Kevin, and then we're going to hear the rest of the Sea of Fans, which is your voicemails and phone calls. Uh, we're going to get to that. Uh, we're going to get to, of course, a ton of talk. We're going to talk probably 45 minutes to an hour just about the Ravens game. Well, Got yeah. tons of audio coming your way. Um, we're going to give some respect to a lot of folks. Uh, but before we do that, the first thing we do here at the top of Raiders Fan Radio Always, as we take our episode number and tie it back to something significant within Raider Nation. And tonight is 217. And Swag Jeff, what do we got? Yes, absolutely. And before before I get into that, I do want to say uh, thank you to Aaron the Q-Dog Raider for a $5 donation oh, to the One right Nation on. Foundation. Thank you, Aaron. Thank absolutely, you. absolutely. Uh, so, yeah, so every Super Chat donation, 100% of that money goes to the One Nation Foundation, which helps Raider-affiliated uh, charities. Uh, almost a, a little over a month away, man, we're going to Vegas. We're going to Vegas to the Blitnikoff thing, and we're going to present that big check for four thousand dollars on behalf of you raider nation so thank you very much we 
can't tell you how much we appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank yes. you to all those donations. Any money we make here uh, through our advertising revenue, merchandise sales, every single penny that we can possibly muster up here on Raiders Fan Radio, 100% of that money goes to the One Nation Foundation, which we partnered with Raider Cody to found that. And uh, and so, yes, know that any support that you give us through through just subscribing or direct anything all that money, one hundred percent, goes to the uh, goes to the Raider charity. Absolutely. So, so yes, we are on episode number two seventeen of Raiders Fan Radio, and I got a career stat for you, buddy. Ooh, I, I love these. I love That's these. When you and do this, these, and this is a good one, man. Okay, all right. Uh, we're going to be talking about an absolute legend at left guard. Oh, Gene Upshaw. Absolutely. There Hall of go. Famer number 63, Gene Upshaw. Let's go, dude. Seven-time Pro Bowler, five-time first-team first All-Pro. Played 217 no games way. in silver and black. Let's go, yeah. dude. Nice job, Swaggo. Oh, man, I feel like I need to be wearing my Upshaw jersey tonight. I know, right? I, I know. Got, I got the Mac Ferdosi on, on the YouTube. I, got the, I had to wear the Condor tonight, man. Well, after yeah. After that amazing performance. But love, love to hear that, that Gene Upshaw. Yeah. Pound for pound, probably underrated in terms of the all-time greatest Raiders. Oh, for you sure. You know what I mean? People go to Stabler. People go to Woodson. People go to Timmy. People go to Otto. Yes. Gene Upshaw, dude. Yeah. But since we've been doing... Oh, I'm going to go on a tangent. I'm gonna, I'll, I'll keep it fast. Okay. Since we've been doing this show, the more I learn about Gene Upshaw, the more I understand the impact and relevance and greatness that that man had, not only on the field, but off the field and in terms of uh, whatever. Amazing. Yeah. That was badass, Jeff. Oh, Give yourself deal. a round of applause on good that deal. and then take us to some contact information. <laughs> Woo! Hey, Raider Nation! You got your old Uncle Mosh here with an updated contact info. So sit up, zip up, shut up, and pay attention. You can call us at 909 345 3346. Or as Murph would say, 909-345-3346. How about emailing me? You want to email me? Email me at show at RaidersFanRadio.com. Or what about reaching out to us on some of that social media stuff Swaggy likes? Try Facebook at Raiders Fan Radio Podcast. The Twit at Twitter at Raiders Fan Radio. <laughs> it's the something. Uh-huh. Instagram at Raiders Fan Radio. The tiki tiki taki tock. TikTok at Raiders Fan Radio. Or what about the Twitch? Some of you out there twitching. Anyway, Twitch at Raiders Fan Radio. Or if you don't like that, go to the YouTube. America, go to the YouTube. YouTube.com slash Raiders Fan Radio. Oh, my God. If that wasn't enough, if that wasn't enough, go to your podcast provider and search Raiders Fan Radio. Holy crap, that was a lot. Ready? One, two, three. (laughs) Good. Good. <laughs> All right, Jeff. Before we get to respect, yes. Shout out what's going on in the chat room because yes. we got some donations coming on in there, and then I'll uh, I'll jump in with who we got respect. Absolutely, absolutely. So, uh, so K Matt Dowdy, 
uh, $5 donation. Foxy Scorpio, $10 donation. Tider Raider, a $5 donation. And I do want to talk about this for one second. And there you oh. go. Matthew Mangus. And read with their a... comments, too. Whoever super oh, chat, okay. read their comments, please. Okay, uh, let me scroll up. Uh, K. Matt Dowdy didn't have a comment. Uh, Foxy Scorpio says, in your face, Aaron and Matt, with a $10 donation because... <laughs> Because Foxy donated more. Uh, <laughs> Tide Raider, all love and respect, RFR family. And Matthew Mangus, uh, $20 donation, says, the enjoy, enjoy the Dolphin game. My parents will be Oh, there awesome. Well, well I tell uh, Mom and Dad Mangus to seek out uh, old Murph, and I'll be there with Trinidad and, uh, and a bunch of other folks yeah, that we, of dude. course, know. My cousin Sonny, the guy. Okay, so let me tell you this. I'm telling you, it's going to be a long show. So, uh, so cousin Sonny and I, uh, are going to the game. Cousin Sonny is who originally I started Raiders Fan Radio with back in 2012, and we did it because we were part of a Madden League and wanted to do a podcast around our Madden League. That guy that donated back in there, K. Matt Dowdy, yeah. we knew him as K. Matt D. Oh. He was my big rival in the Madden League. Much respect, K. Matt, oh, for checking in, dude. Right on. That dude's been around this show probably longer than anybody else because I, unless there's somebody else from that Madden League yeah. that's still listening. Like, I've How known cool that guy that? through the show for longer than anyone. Yeah. So much respect there, K. Matt. We, we appreciate you, my friend. So, all these donations are yes. going to the One Nation Foundation. Absolutely. So, if you're new to the show, uh, we 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 did a little summer of swag that has now become the autumn swag. Yes, yeah. So uh, so October sixth, mark it down. We're we're gonna start promoting the hell out of this. October sixth. Uh, every uh, I think we're what are we gonna do? Ten dollar every ten dollar every donation, ten bucks will be one every entry. ten dollar yep. donation will be one raffle ticket into the uh, entry or into the uh, thing to win this signed Charles Woodson intercept wine that we got here in Nashville. Uh, it's amazing. So when, October sixth, you won't want to miss that episode. Donate to the One Nation Foundation and get a chance to win this wine. Celebrating Charles Woodson's birthday and uh, and there's no yes. c- certificate of authenticity with that because. Literally, I bought that within hours of him signing it from the Abs- store he signed it at. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah. Uh, anyways, yeah. So that that is very cool. Thank you, Swag Jeff. And again, all that money goes to the One Nation Foundation. All right. So here at the top of the show, we like to do respect. We don't do props. We don't do shout outs. There's nothing wrong with those things, but uh, we're tiny. We like to do respect. All right. So right off of here at the top, I want to give respect to this guy is quickly become my favorite Raider reporter um there are no shortage of raider beat writers and even national media i mean and and you hear us if okay for those unfamiliar we and i will frequently take a run at people that are sour grapes that have been beat up by the raiders in one capacity or another and choose to use their platform to take a shot at the raiders okay so so the most obvious ones are um, who we're going to hear from later. Well, we're not going to hear from him. We'll hear him reference later. Folks like Jim Rome, okay? Uh, Michael Lombardi, Mike Silver, all right? Skip Bayless, Colin Coward, right? Or he's a real flip-flopper nowadays. But those are your, like, your national... Mike Florio, one of the worst offenders, right? Absolutely. There's some guy... Okay, and then it, all of a sudden, when the Raiders left Oakland, it bled into the beat writers. And I won't call any of them out specifically because we've had a lot of them on our show before, but there are a multitude of the beat writers that have sour grapes for the Raiders and use their platform to, again, take shots, to highlight the negative. I want to say that at least, okay? Converse to that, since we are free to take shots at those people, I want to highlight someone that I think is doing an incredible job 
and I'm an incredible, um, uh, or I'm incredibly thankful for his content. And that is Hondo Carpenter. Um, you can find him on Twitter at Hondo, just like it sounds, H-O-N-D-O Carpenter. And he covers the Raiders for Sports Illustrated. He's got a website called Raider Maven. The articles there are fantastic. The content is amazing. It's not, he's not Pollyanna about the Raiders, but he also doesn't spend his time taking craps on the Raiders either. And he tweeted this out earlier this week. And just this gives you an idea. He says, for those on the audio podcast, another blessed day covering the premier professional sports franchise in the world. Thank you, Raiders, uh, Raider Nation, for reading, listening, and watching. And he's got a picture of the Henderson facility there. That's so cool, man. What a concept. You actually endorse and support the team that you cover. Absolutely. Much respect, yeah, what Hondo a concept. Carpenter. Like, come on, man. The reason that you're pulling a paycheck is because of that team. Yeah. So why do you feel like, and I understand being real and all that kind of stuff, but like some of the slants, dude, I just, I don't get it. I really don't get it. Athletic. So anyways. Yeah. Um, Thank you, Hondo, and much, much appreciative of your content. All right, um, another one. I'm going to turn this one over to you, Swago, because, I mean, I'll, I'll lead us off, but you and I shared texts on Sunday yes. about the opening for the NFL yes. when it came into game day, and I'm talking about the 9-12 intro that was honoring um, the events of 9-11, and we've had loose discussions around kind of some of the things that the NFL has done. And one of the things that we always like really looked forward to in sports historically was about the ability to unify, the ability to bring everybody together, like that we were all brought under one commonality, that that was the it was the great equalizer, right? That was sports was was that thing where we could move away or at times, you know, um, take a break from some of the things that were more, you know, uh, I'm being careful with my words, but the, the heaviness of life at times. And we could look to sports for the things that would bring us together. My old man, great example, like things like uh, the, the days when I wasn't getting along with my dad, uh, rest in peace. The, the, we could always watch a game together. We could always watch an A's game or Raider game together and find that commonality. So regardless sure. of where life stage or whatever else, so we always looked at sports for that. And recently, we felt like there were times where things were becoming, you know, they, they were starting to move away from each other. The NFL showed up on 9-12. Yeah. And the voice narrative from Steve Buscemi, the imagery, the song, dude, I, I, was, I was crying. I was freaking crying. Yeah. I was so moved by this. Yeah, I mean, you you said it all. I mean, you said. I hope it, not. I hope I left some meat on the bone for you. you because, well, you didn't really. But I'm sorry, <laughs> but that's okay. I'm sorry. You were gonna throw it to me, but first, tell me all about it. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. That's so, okay. Well, but, you know? but talk about what you you said back to me about being a dad and like that stuff. Absolutely. Like, so you know, so so yes, you know the the clips that they were showing and you know the the sporting events that were coming back and you know just everyone unifying as one as a nation. Uh, you know the the commonality that we all had was that we were Americans and we loved each other and we were there to lean on each other when the nation went through arguably one of the worst events ever in the, you know, in the Certainly world on our soil. You yeah, know, absolutely. Yeah. And so, uh, so yeah, so that was really cool. It really gives you faith in humanity that, you know, I mean, although, 
although we, uh, you know, a, a traumatic thing hasn't happened in the world, there's a lot of division in the world right now. And there's a, a lot of division here in on our soil. And so, you know, looking at that, you know, you, re you hope that, you know, it restores your faith in humanity that, you know, we've seen us come together before and love each other and be there for each other. So, you know, what makes you think we can't do that again? Absolutely. You know, I mean, ab so, yes. And then, as you said, you know, the, the girl that, that sung the national anthem, you know, where her dad had passed away. I mean, I was sobbing, dude. I mean, really was like, I mean, I, well, and you, you know, you do, and you're the parent of a daughter. Like I have two yes. boys, but you're like, that hit me. You're like, yeah. that, that freaking, yeah, you know it what hit I mean? different, man, for sure. Yeah. It, yeah. It, yeah. It struck me that, you know, it was, it was amazing. Kudos to the NFL. Much respect. That was, I mean, they knocked it out of the park. Knocked it, out was, the park. it was, it was beautiful. Could not have been better. It could beautiful. not have been better. So much respect. Cause, and again, we've been critical whenever we're critical about that. I've, I've take runs of the NFL all the time because I'm always, you know, talking about how they chase the money and everything. But that wasn't one of those moments. I felt like they really, that was a genuine uh, representation of the, of, of what that moment and that time meant. Yes. And so anyway, so, so much props to them and, uh, and much respect. All right, so we got another one for you here. All right, we're gonna give respect to one of the Raiders. Oh, nice. We're and, gonna. And who is it? Yeah. This is Trent Sig, and you're listening to Raiders Fan Radio with Murph, Swag Jeff, and Uncle Mosh. Just win, baby. Love it, man. All right, so we're gonna give much respect to our good buddy, and 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 that I don't use that term lightly. Uh, our good buddy, Trent Sig. So Trent Sig, number 47, number 47 in your program, but number one in your hearts. Yeah. Long snapper for the uh, Las Vegas Raiders. Trent Sig and I, so so speaking of, of Madden and all that stuff, uh, we, we kind of linked up through a Madden league and, and, and got to talking and kind of became buddies. And he's a good dude. And so anyways, I want to give him respect because he sent us this for the fan cave. So you can see right behind me. Uh, I've got this Marcel Reese autographed jersey that we got. Uh, I got from Marcel at a game that he signed that and handed it to me. I'm going to go to Uncle Mosh's camera here, and you can see there's the Will Compton uh, yes. jersey over there. And, of course, Will signed that here in the fan cave uh, when, when he came in to visit us and talk some Raiders football. And now there's the third jersey I'm going to add to the fan cave, and this is from our good buddy Trent Sig, who says, uh, Murph, and uh, all of you over at Raiders Fan Radio, our first class, it's been a pleasure getting to know you, number 47, Trent Sig. And so that, how cool is that, The freaking guy is the best, man. So anyway, so thank you, Trent. Uh, much, much respect to you. Thank you for sending the jersey. Thank you for the incredibly kind uh, inscription on said jersey. And I think I'm going to put it right here. I'm going to put it right here to the left of me here. And, yeah, uh, man. And, and, and hang that up here in the fan cave. Uh, I'm running out of room, Swag Jeff, uh, here in a fan cave for yeah. swag. But you know, well, I got I got empty walls in my house. <laughs> no, just just uh, holla at that you, one. Holla at your boy. <laughs> All, <laughs> right, at right your boy. All right. So speaking of Trent, though, so we got it. We got to give him a little bit of crap. Okay. okay. All right. So his his uh, one of his good friends and teammates, AJ Cole, who had a monster game on Monday night. Number six did, uh, and so AJ Cole. Uh, was asked about some of the players' outfits, and they were asking about, like, who's the best dressed on the team, all right? And so AJ chose that uh, platform as an opportunity to take a run at our good buddy, Trent Sig. Best dressed on the team would probably be Trayvon Mullen, and worst dressed on the team would be Trent Sig. <laughs> by, like, a wide margin. <laughs> 
Uh, Trent has never bought clothes, I'm convinced. Everything that he wears, he's either been given for Christmas like eight or nine years ago, or given by here. Like, I think he has a pair of like $5 jeans he bought from Old Navy, but besides that, like, it's exclusively free stuff. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> he's he's anti swag. Uh, yeah, no yeah, kidding. Yeah, we need to send him some Raiders fan radio gear. A deal. Oh, dude. We should do that. Oh, okay, Trent, I'm sending you a Raiders fan radio shirt. How cool would that be if he wore that, like, walking in on the ramp? Oh, when they do the pictures oh, of the guys coming in? Yeah, dude. That'd okay. Be cool. That'd be cool. Yeah. That'd be cool. All right, let's hit a break and then jump into this Ravens game. I forgot that this is my job to do now. Well, yeah. Clock in. What the hell, Jeff? Hey, Raider Nation. This is Max Crosby from the Oakland Raiders. And goes down, and Max Crosby, who forced a fumble last week. You're listening to Murph, Mosh, and Swag Jeff on Raiders Fan Radio. Thank you so much. Just win, baby. And I also, before uh, before we get too far out of respect, I do want to respect uh, Kevin the Raider Nerd. Because okay. today is his birthday. Hey! Happy birthday, Kevin! Much respect from us here at Raiders Fan Radio. We're going to look forward to talking to him here in just a minute. Well, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right, so... Uh, so uh, uh, shout out the chat room, Jeff. What's going on there before we yeah, jump we into got, this stuff? Yeah, we got Daniel Mangus, uh, Atticus B. Rockin', Mac Bud, Kill Jada, Chevy Silver Raider, Lee B., Anthony Provencio, uh, Raider Rude, uh, Matthew Mangus, Aussie Raider Aaron, Chevy Silver Raider, High Five Freddy, uh, Aaron the Q-Dog Raider, who says, when is Swag Jeff, leader of the Jeffs, going to get a signed <laughs> Marcus Mariota number eight jersey? Inquiring minds want to know. We already got the signed helmet. I got the uh, yeah, I got the signed helmet. Uh, but yeah, I need to just you know make a full collection there. Well, yeah. You know? I mean, yeah. I I've got Aloha Corner at my house. Yes, you do, and you, you better know? hurry up and fill that uh, collection out before he becomes a Washington Football Team quarterback. Yeah, well, you know, uh, you know, thank you Raiders for uh, for putting him in for one play. It was you know one of the one of the greatest moments Until of he my life. Blew out. <laughs> <laughs> Until he blew out his quad. Yeah, he, yeah. Yeah. No, no. Okay, uh, that's all right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. we'll, we'll, we got uh, we'll, we got him for one play. Yeah, that was that, cool. No, that really was, and, and it, it was, was a badass play. And it was a badass play. That yeah. was that was an incredible play. We know that you were loving that. Um, all right, so let's jump in here to the top of the show. Hey, Jeff. You know, look, no one does Showtime better than Las Vegas. Oh, I know, right? Oh, sweet September, you never fail us. Right on schedule for an awakening, the start of a new season, another journey. Another chance to take back what was once ours. Then after you have great coaches, you get great players, and you tell them one thing. Just win, baby. The silver and black chase for the Lombardi. And we all in. Under the lights of primetime and Allegiant Stadium. A statement game versus the Baltimore Ravens. Ah, the old music. Love it. And what happens in Vegas will be seen on the NFL's Monday Night Stage. Take your seat, Raider Nation. It's showtime. Oh, my gosh, dude. So good. So good. So, look, man. All right. So, Sunday Night Football, we saw the freaking Rams. That was a weird game because I didn't know who to root for. Like I hate rooting against Khalil Mack because I like Khalil Mack. I yeah. still like I don't I I miss him. I I embrace and understand why the Raiders got rid of him, but I still can't like and like you know what I mean. Like I just can't. I don't know. It's a weird thing, but I can't root the Rams either because look, there's only one team in L.A. and that's the Raiders. Despite them moving the two wrong teams back to L.A. Yeah. Um. 
So it's a weird game to watch, man. I don't know. But anyways, they let off the game with Michael Buffer doing his, you know, like doing whatever. I can't, you can't even say it because you can get sued. Right. Okay. But what I love is that that was a very L.A. kind of thing, you know, the little, a lot of glitzy things with Michael Buffer and all that kind of stuff. Sure. But then the next night oh, in the Death Star. Yeah. Vegas. Yeah. Absolutely whipped LA's ass when it came to presentation. No kidding, man. I mean, we are from Las Vegas, as this is the moment you've all been waiting for. It's Monday night Gosh, Jeff. I, I, no one does it better. How Vegas is that? That's the most Vegas thing ever. It's it's unbelievable. It's so UFC. It's yes. so Vegas. Freaking yes. Dana White's there. Like yes. he announces it like it's a match. Like, dude, we just just I've heard that thing 17 times now. Yeah. And as we're sitting here in the fan cave, I got I got chills all over again. Yep. That was amazing. That's the thing that, like, you know, going back to when the Raiders left Oakland. Look, we're, we're Bay Area guys. You know, they're Jeff's a Southern California guy, but like, but being a Bay Area guy, me and Uncle Mosh growing up in the Bay Area, like, the, like our heart is in Oakland. Our heart is never going to not be in Oakland. I grew up in San Jose, California, 45 minutes south of the Oakland Coliseum. I literally started going to the Oakland Coliseum when I was in utero. My mom went to the 72 World Series, and I never stopped going until I moved away from California. It's like the Oakland Coliseum is part of my DNA. Like, I cannot be more invested into that city and that place specifically. Yes. But when they left... And I found out they were going to Vegas. This was the kind of stuff that I'm like, okay, it's not going to be Oakland. Right. But there's this other side of the Raiders that's going to take off and be something we've never seen before. My gosh. And when you got Steve Aoki and Bruce Buffer introducing the team on Monday Night Football in the Death Star with the Vegas skyline and the strip in the background through the Lanai doors and Charles Woodson sitting next to Mark Davis. I'm like, I'm, my mind is blowing. Like I'm going like, yes. holy shit, this is amazing. It's unbelievable. And if you didn't have those feelings and those thoughts, Raider Nation, then you're, check your pulse, man. Yeah. Like, it, that was incredible, despite the game. Yeah. It was like, holy crap, look at this. Yeah. This is ours. I don't think anyone was complaining. I'm sure I, shit better not were, have been. If you were at Allegiant Stadium, I don't think you were bitching and complaining about nothing. Like, oh, I miss Oakland. I mean, sure, everyone's going to miss Oakland and the things that it, you know, that we were able to do there and the tailgating and all that stuff. But I mean, they, I mean, I saw some tailgating photos and stuff outside of Allegiant Stadium. It looked pretty damn badass. Looked pretty too. damn badass. You know, man. there were still some good tacos being cooked and you know the the whole deal and and you know and bacon Cerve- wrap hot dogs yeah, and the whole nine man. Cervezas being drank and all that stuff, man. Everyone was having a great time, man. It looks it looks unbelievable. Yes. Yeah, man. Absolutely. You know, like that. It was just look. I, I, 
You know, look, and, and people like uh, Mac Bud in the chat says, give me ACDC anytime. I'm with you. Like, and it doesn't, and those things are not lost on me. And I'm not abandoning what we were. And, you know, I've said it, anybody that's listened to the show long enough, like some of the most beautiful imagery to me is the Raiders in a night game in the Oakland Coliseum, that bright green grass and the dark sky and everybody in the stands wearing black. And like, you know, there's a lot of beauty that came with the Oakland Coliseum. So this is not like me saying or comparing even, or like, this is better than that. I just can appreciate what this can be. And also respecting the history that led to it. And sure. You know what I mean? It's not bringing one down to lift another one up. Yeah. It's equally respecting what they are for their own thing. Sure. Like watching the game, Mosh was like, where's the black hole? I'm like, it's right there. It's the south end zone. And he's like, oh, well, that doesn't look like the black hole. I'm like, well, it's not because it's Vegas. It's not Oakland. You know what I mean? It can't look the same. It's not going to look the same. You right. know what I mean? The same, some of the same people are there. Wayne's there and, you know, and, and Gorilla's there. And, like, you got some of the same folk Joker Raiders there. Like, you got the same folks, but it's not sure. the same. Like, it's not, you know what I mean? And, it, and it's not going to be. Right. But it is going to be these other, it is going to be Bruce Buffer and Steve Aoki on Monday Night Football. Like, so I, I thought it was amazing, man. I loved it. Um, and, 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 I, and I hope... Um, Hope you did as well. And, yeah. if you, and if you didn't, I mean, well, you know, if you're going to support this team, I mean, get used to it because this is what we are now. Absolutely. Well, look, Al Davis wanted a new stadium and wanted a new stadium for a long time. And, you know, we finally got it. So this is this is what Al wanted. This, this is, is what, is Al, what wanted. Al wanted. So let's love it. And, and, and it looked like everyone did. It looked like everyone did. And everybody that's a friend of our show that was there. Yeah. And, and we heard from a lot of our good friends. Again, we're going to hear from Kevin live here in a little yeah. while. Mojo said the beer tasted just as good as in Vegas as it did in Oakland. You know what I mean? There we go. And Mojo, you know? a guy who put on phenomenal tailgates in yes. Oakland, said yes. to us directly, like, guys, this isn't Oakland, but it's this whole other thing, and it's cool as shit, too. Yeah. So let's not bash it. You Absolutely. know what I mean? Uh, yeah. So, 100%. All right. So, uh, all right, let's get on here. Uh, let's move to the to the game itself. So, I mean, look, we're, we're not going to, like, break down the... Pl- <laughs> what, what is it? What is it? What is Jeff it? Murphy says, if there's no piss troughs in the bathroom, I'm not going. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. If there's not a cloud of weed smoke three feet thick high above your head yeah, when you're in the bathroom, yeah, yeah. then it's not... Yeah, it's not oh worth gosh. it. Yeah, oh, my gosh. Yeah, that is pretty funny. All right, um, and and there you go. And, and he's... Talk about bona fides there. Jeff Murphy literally grew up around the corner from the Oakland Coliseum, uh, the all-time passing leader at Alameda High School, went to play at Laney College in Oakland, and before he came out to Middle Tennessee and played yes. for our Blue Raiders, there's a guy that like literally grew up, again, around the Oakland Coliseum, and when I saw him today uh, at Domenico's, the official uh, deli of, of a Raiders fan radio that always fuel us up pre-show, um, yeah, I mean, he was like, it's awesome. Like, it's, you know, it's its own thing. It's, just, it's just different, it's, and that's okay. Um, all right. Let's get to the game. I feel like I'm talking a million miles an hour tonight. I'm so fired up, Jeff. Oh, my gosh. I, you know what Why I mean? Why wouldn't you be? Well, yes. Why wouldn't you be? It was unbelievable. It was unbelievable. So, you know, look, we're not analysts. We're I not... woke my whole family up. Did you really? Oh, well, yeah. Tell yeah, your yeah. story. Well, yeah. I mean, watch it. I mean, I did it twice. <laughs> I did it twice. And, and you we'll have young hear... children. And I got young kids. Yeah, yeah. My daughter will be five in, in February, and, uh, and my son uh, will turn three in October when uh, the day we get back from uh, from the bulletin. Oh, thing. okay. Nice. Yeah. Nice, nice. But uh, but yeah, I mean, and I woke him up twice. Love it. Because I thought we won. And then I <laughs> it, it was actually more than twice because then I cussed when the when the interception was thrown in the end zone in overtime. And that. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I woke the kids up all night. It's fine. Well, because, yeah, we had to win that game 65 times. And uh, so, look, 
we're not analysts. <laughs> we're not film studiers. We're not like, look, we're fans. Um, you know, the, 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 our, our bona fides are the fact that we, uh, we just try to be the, um, or we strive to be the most passionate, loyal Raider fans that we can possibly be. And that's it. Like we don't, we're not connected with the team in any way. We love the team. We love Raider nation. Um, and, and, and frankly, sometimes I love the fans more than I love the team. Uh, you know what? I love, I love Raider nation. It truly is a family. It's La Familia and that ain't no joke. Um, anyway, so, uh, but let so, so we're not going to break down like, positional battles and all that kind of stuff. So you've all watched the game. You know what happened. It was an incredible, incredible football game. And as Jeff said, it felt like we had to win it multiple times. Yes. And I loved John Gruden's comments post-game when he references that exact thing. Anything like uh, this in your like career? I died and, and woke up and died again. And I was like a cat. I had multiple lives tonight. I don't like playing like that. It was um, um, tough, but um, again, we, we did a lot of really good things to win that football game tonight. Mosh and I, are out after the game, we were flipping around and we were watching Scott Van Pelt on ESPN, and and uh, and they brought that the uh, that press conference up with Gruden. <laughs> he said, "I died and I woke up and I died again." Yeah, and like like yeah. He, he we all did. He he is so good at those one liners and stuff. Right? It's like this. We're running out of time. My life is running out of <laughs> lifespan. It's the best, it's dude. The best. That's why Gruden when when the and you know it's funny you hear and we're gonna hear some other comments from GMFB here in a little bit, but like you know the 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 cliched you hear it all the time. The cliched saying is, "Oh, when the Raiders are good." It's better for the league. When the Raiders are great, it's better for like blah, 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 right? You hear that all the time. But there is a lot of truth to that. And here's a good example of that is that those Gruden sound bites hit you a little different when the team is actually good. You know what I mean? It's one thing, knock on wood, you're with me and all that kind of stuff. But when you're 4 and 12, it's like, what are we knocking here? You know what I mean? So it's sure. always, you know what I mean? So it's always good uh, when the Raiders are good. All right. Um, during the game, early on, look, it was rough, man. Uh, you know, Derek Carr did not look good. The team didn't look good. I, you know, we can attribute that to, you know, you could say that's lack of preseason, like yeah, a knocking, handful of things. Yeah, knocking the rust off a little bit. You got the nerves. Like, how do you look? These guys are professional athletes, but how are you not nervous when you hear the crowd the way that the crowd is? You got Bruce Buffer, you got this music, you got these incredible, you know, it was like, it was like, a, you know, you got George Lopez on the sidelines. You, you got like, it's like going to a Laker game. Like, you have like, Hollywood royalty there, like you got like you got a, Raider Nation royalty there. You got Ice Cube there, like you got like so many yeah. freaking like you know, all the attention is on you. So the idea that Carr wouldn't be nervous or anybody else that's on the team, like look, you got to give him a little bit of wiggle room in that. Sure. And so he came out firing early, and he was always firing to Darren Waller because he's comfortable with Darren, and yeah. so he was going to Darren a lot. But now that said, while Carr struggled and focused on Darren early. Apparently, that was a Gruden thing, too. It wasn't just Carr going like, okay, high school football, he's my best player. I'm just going to throw that guy. Right. And hopefully he bails me out and catches the ball every time I throw to him. Uh, apparently, Gruden was calling these things in. And when you listen to John describe the reason why, I thought it was pretty fair. We threw it 60 times, probably. You right, know, okay. and if you threw it 60 times, you know, you'd probably target him 29 times. I, so we, I thought he mishandled a ball or two. Uncharacteristically, he had a penalty call back, a big catch and run. Uh, he's the best player I've ever coached, so I'm going to continue to look for him. And um, sorry about that, Vic, but uh, you know he's 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 a hell of a player. He deserves some good looks. 
I love that, man. Speaking of beat writers, right? Was that guy's name Richard, or did he just call some guy a dick? Is <laughs> it Vic? Ah, sorry, Dick. Yeah. Oh, oh, did he say Vic? Vic, Vic, oh. Vic Tafer. Oh, same, same. <laughs> yes, yes, you yes. did. Got him. Yes, you did. Got him. Oh, my uh, gosh. Don't take a run at the Raiders if you're going to cover them. I'm just saying. All right. Yeah, um, yeah so, right? Like, why would you not? Yeah. Look, look, look this, this, we've said it numerous times. This offense is going to funnel through Darren Waller. He's the number one offensive player, the number one target for Derek Carr. It's going to be that way. Yeah. Now, granted, I, again, we, it's fair to be critical of what happened early on in the first quarter, first part of the second quarter, but like the idea that, like, I don't think he was focusing on Waller out of nerves. I think that was what the game plan was calling for. Yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely. One, you know, uh, you know, yes, Darren Waller's the best, Derek Carr's best option, hands down, no question. But you know what? Hitting him early, that freed up Brian Edwards and that freed up Hunter Renfro ah, and it freed up Henry Ruggs and Zay Jones and all that stuff. Because when you got this guy that's being targeted 20 times in the first half, you're like, okay, well, we need to maybe put another man on this guy. You know what I mean? And so then we're able to spread the love a little bit. And yeah, I mean, I think that's that's a good game plan. Why not? Absolutely, that's a great shout out there, Swago. Good job. And uh, all right, so let's get in with uh, with Derek, with our said quarterback, who I, I hope shut up some more haters last night uh, or two nights ago. Uh, you know, we 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 talk a lot in reference to that. Like, you know, it's easy to be critical and it's easy to be a hater or whatever you want to call it. Um, but as long as certain results aren't favorable. It gives credence to those, you know, negative comments. So hopefully Derek, you know, checked off. Look, last year we talked about he checked off a lot of boxes, right? Mm -hmm. Winning in the East time zone, winning in cold weather, winning in Kansas City. Like he started checking off some boxes. Now we got another Monday night win prime time against, you know, look, it's kind of like in the AFC, it's the Chiefs and everyone else. But if in terms of the upper tiered, Everyone else, it was the Ravens. Sure. And I don't care how injured they were. You can only play who you're going to play. And we freaking beat them. Yeah. And Hollywood Brown is still there. Lamar Jackson is still there. Their line is still there for the most part. Like, yep. they still have players. So let's not act, you know, Mark Andrews is still there. What happened to Mark Andrews? But how many times have we got beat up by tight end? And exactly. That's what he had, what, 20 yards reception or receiving or something like that? Come on, man. Yeah. Like, and caught that pass that was going to be a first down, and freaking Abram came in and wrapped him up and dropped the ball. Let's go, you know? dude. Yeah, like, that's what absolutely. Like, come on, man. Respect to Jonathan Abram. Respect, uh, dude. Dude, the Good guy, day, man. The, the guy had a great, solid game, man, and you know, and forced that incomplete pass right there at the end. And what happens the next play? Carl Nassib sacks freaking, you know, and it's over. It's over. You know? Ball game. Ball game. Absolutely. And, you know, we, we talked so much about this young secondary and, and, and how they needed to step up and play well. And, uh, man, oh, whatever. We, I'm telling you, we can just go on and on and on. Uh, it was an absolutely incredible effort. That secondary, yeah. When you, st- when you barely hear Hollywood Brown's name, when you barely hear Mark Andrews' name, right. guess what? People are doing their job. Absolutely. No pass interferences, nothing yes. down deep. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like, all the crap. Yeah, we didn't get burned, really, on anything. You know, I mean, obviously a guy like a guy like Lamar is going to make time and receivers are going to get open. It's just it's just, you know, it's just what he does, man. And, you know, and he does a great job at it. But, you know, but yeah, we you know, we didn't see Nevin Lawson get burned down the sideline or something like that. Or, you know, Abram miss a coverage or something like that. Man, that defense was stout. 
Absolutely. It was awesome. And you know, like Murphy brought up, or Jeff Murphy, our buddy Domenico's brought up earlier today too, another point that he made is that because we were, we were complimenting Max and complimenting the defense and the pressure, and he's like, if that's not Lamar Jackson, we got six sacks in the game. Oh, no kidding. You know what I'm saying? Like how many freaking plays with that escapability and that yes. elusiveness that he's elite at, frankly. Yes. Dude, that- like if that's like, and this is what I said a couple weeks ago, or it might even be last week. The, whatever we do in this game was going to be a nice indicator defensively, especially in the front four, was going to be a nice indicator of what we could do to Mahomes. Because if we could pressure Lamar, who is elite, somebody like Patrick, who he's good out of the pocket in terms of like his feet and stuff, but sure. he's not Lamar Jackson. Lamar no. Jackson is Michael Vick 2.0. Right. Like he's not that level of, of escapability, right? So if we're talking about that, if we can generate the kind of pressure on Patrick that we did Lamar two nights ago? Yes. Bro, we're going to sack his ass a whole bunch, man. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, and you know, who we got next week? You know, the the big the ass biggest pota- slowest some bitch in the, the league. Big yeah. potato Ben Roethlisberger, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I mean, his ass is going to be on his back a lot. Absolutely. A now, lot. Yeah, abs- oh, dude, we're going to and that's the thing, and we got to we're going to talk about the next game, but like we got to finish cuz that the thing about him is that he's elusive in a completely different way. Because he's so big and he's so strong and like he'll shred tacklers. <laughs> fat of the week. <laughs> fat. Fat. You mean uh, where do I have it? Here we go. Fat of the. Congrats, Big Ben. Week. You look like melted ice cream. Oh, I can actually hear you getting fatter. Santi's fat. Who's fat? Too fat. Big fat fatty. Yeah, I mean he's got burger in his name. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you big fat fatty. Oh my gosh! Yeah. So, anyways, we got to We got to beat him in a whole different kind of. Way. Maybe drop some fries on the sideline or something and distract him. Okay. Um, yeah. 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 All right. So here we go. Let's go full circle. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Yeah, I, don't know. I don't know why it tickled me. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Oh, thanks. All right. <laughs> so here we go. So let's get uh, let's get back on track and let's talk about. Um, let's go back to Derek Carr, our uh, our, our said quarterback, and uh, and what he had to say about that last series. Um. Not really thinking about the clock. I thought they had it figured out on the sideline, and then, uh, and then I don't, I don't know what happened. I turned my back, and I was just praying we made it, you know. And uh, I turned around, it was a delay of game. And I was like, okay, well he can still make this. And I'm like, get back out there. They start. I hear my in my headset, coach calling a personnel, so I start running back out there, um, and help me. It was the very next. Was it the next play? Very next play, yeah. Um, that we threw it to Zay, uh, or no, two plays. We ran a ball. No, we ran a ball, and then we threw it to Zay. But it, yeah, I'm glad. Coach trusted us and put it in our hands at the end because it it, it always feels good to win that way, especially when you almost gave it away. Man, so true, right? And look, and Derek Carr was elite in this game. Derek Carr throws for 435 yards. That's the most ever in a Raiders opening, topping the 346 that Mark Wilson, then quarterback for the Raiders, threw against Denver in 1986. Wow. That's the most. So another record. Right. For Derek Carr. Right. Uh, going back to Darren Waller a little bit, just to throw off some, some numbers here for you on both sides of the ball. Darren Waller's last six games, listen oh, to this. It's so good. So last night, uh, he has 10 catches for 105 yards and a touchdown. Right. Game before that, nine catches, 117 and a touch. Game before that, five catches, 112 yards. Before that, nine for 150 and a touchdown. Before that, seven catches for 75 yards. And the, 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 the first of and these the six. And the Jets game. 13 catches, 
200 yards and two touchdowns. Yeah, let's go. Bro, let's freaking go, man. Let's go, man. Unbelievable. Yeah. The best tight end in football. Just, just ask Hefe and Casey. <laughs> He'll tell you. He'll tell you. It definitely ain't Hunter Henry. Definitely ain't no oh, Hunter Henry. You'll throw hands for I that. Throw hands for You'll that. throw hands for that. You'll throw hands for that. You almost did. Stay in your own lane. You're stay in so your I'm, lane, so bro. I'm saying. Oh, my God. All right. hey, a little, another little fun thing. Since we're on, on the stats thing, let me give you one more number here. Okay. Uh, 15.3. 15.3. Yes. The, that is the millions and millions of viewers that watched Monday Night Football. Monday Night Football's most watched week one game since 2013. That is up 42%. And 17% from ESPN's 2020 and 2019 Week 1 early game. No Check kidding. that out. Wow. The Raiders draw, buddy. Yeah, they, man. They definitely draw. And uh, that is that is awesome news, man. Of course, Absolutely. You know, we know Raider Nation is global. We had so many messages from our good friends overseas. Yeah. Talking about they're staying up late to watch the game. Because, look, yes. 8.15 Vegas, or whatever. No, it's not 8.15 Vegas time. It was, what, 6.15 Vegas time. Sure. Is what in, like, London time. Well, it's like what? It's Just like like winter. It's like the next yeah, pretty much. It's like the next it's like the next morning, right? Yeah, I think so, man. Yeah, cuz Paul watches this. He sips on coffee and, you know, does that, right? I believe so. Tell us Paul what time that game started your yeah, local Paul. time cuz we don't do math. We love numbers, but we don't do math. Yeah. All right, let's so uh so as, as we've talked about numerous times, the Raiders had to win the game twice. Let's check in with our amazing running back. All right, listen. Talk about gritty, gutty performance. Yes. Josh Jacobs brought yeah, it, dude. Yeah, hurt the entire game. You know, comes in, has to change his cleats to put on, you know, the turf toe cleat or whatever it was that has it's steel plated or whatever it is. And yeah, goes and gets a pair of scores. Do you see that block that he made? Oh. I mean, oh, Carr but- ends up getting sacked on the play because it was an all out blitz. But that dude come but, in and he just, I mean, Jacobs just lowered pickup his on that was shoulder. Insane. It was beautiful. It was so good, man. Yeah, he's awesome, man. So awesome. Everyone says he's like mini uh, Derrick Henry. That's exactly right. The guy's got power. The guy's got power, and he can and but and you know it's like. But he's got more wiggle. He's got more wiggle. Yeah. Have you and have you ever played? uh, Have you ever played Mario Kart? Uh, Yeah. Okay. Not like a lot, but okay. So like Derrick Henry's like Bowser, where it's like (laughs) slow, and he like when once you pick up speed, he's one of the fastest, but it just takes him a while to get there, and and he doesn't handle very well. Where you know, I mean, I don't know what you would call. Call Mario or something? I mean, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. I don't you should know. have thought that analogy through better. Yeah, I don't know, but he just he's quicker. This is the kind of oh, hard-hitting yeah. analysis you come to yeah, Raiders fan radio yeah, for. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah Josh, Josh Jacobs, Jacobs like is an... the Mario of our of our team. <laughs> he, even more than Mariota. And he's got Mario in his name. Oh man. So who's the uh what, who's the mushroom? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> How'd you take away my yeah, something do. completely different? Yeah, you do. Oh. You know who it is. Uh, <laughs> all right, so let's check in with uh, Mario on the winning the game twice. And we was all kind of like celebrating, um, shaking other teams' hands and things like that. Um, but, you know, they had a lot of respect for us. I mean, in that moment, they was telling us, like, y'all got a good team offensively and defensively. And they was like, man, y'all, y'all kind of preserved this game. So when we heard that it wasn't, a touchdown was like, how this going to go? You know, they got eight on the other side, so we never knew I was going to turn out, but we put it on. All right, love it there. Love the comments from Josh Jacobs, man. And, yeah, what a – again, what an amazingly uh, just, you know – 
uh, tough performance from that young man, and, and uh, so thankful to have him in silver and black. And much respect too for Kenyon Drake, man, for the way that he, you know, he he stepped in and stepped up. And gosh, this Raiders offense, man, is just dynamic and so so much fun to watch. So many play uh, playmakers. Um, all right, jumping to the other side of the ball. Uh, one of our favorite analysts. Here's, this is why I don't try to pretend to be an analyst. Is because there are plenty of people that do it for a living. Plenty of people that are, uh, you know, former players and scouts and whatnot that that actually do it and do an incredible job. Instead of you know me sitting there thumbing through on freaking you know Twitter or whatever else trying to you know figure out what different players are doing. Let's check in with Brian Baldinger, uh, NFL Network analyst. Uh, former longtime player in the league, and he does a thing on Twitter called Baldy's Breakdowns, and we featured a lot of these last year. Yeah, this I, is I really, really Baldy, cool. Man. You know, uh, I will tell you this: if you're listening to this to the audio podcast, and even those of you on the video podcast, we are only able to feature the audio of this, which is still amazing content. But if you can watch it as Baldinger is doing this on Twitter. It's even better. So if you hear it here and you're not familiar with it, go check out Brian Baldinger on Twitter and listen to him break down the film and what's and the passion of this guy is, is always what sets it off. Let's listen to him break down what Max Crosby did in this game. His name is Max Crosby, and he's a Raider. He Damn defines right. what a Raider is all about. Like here he is turning the corner on Ronnie Stanley, runs right into Yannick Ngakwe, but he's more than a Raider. He's a condor. And condors, they don't stay on the ground. They fly. They look for some kind of a prey. There are predators. Down goes the MVP. Now, you watch him right here. Well, he's been working all offseason. Working, working, working to get better. The old ghost move right here. The dip and the rip and the sack. The first one. Look at that. Throws the MVP to the ground. Get up, Mad Max. Have a little celebration. If you're a Raider fan and you're not following Max Crosby, what are you thinking about? What's Gus Bradley doing here? He's got the overload. The Ravens got number 13, Devin Duvernay, going to give the, the chip block. You really want to chip Mad Max? Look, he's just looking for an opening. He's just looking for some space. Now watch what he does here. Look at how the condors eat. They just swallow up their prey. They don't just swallow them up, though. Look what he's got here. He's got him in a reverse chokehold. A reverse chokehold. Is this Monday Night Football <laughs> or Monday Night Raw? <laughs> he sounds like an announcer yeah. for Raw. What a feeling that is. That's an unbelievable feeling. Now, watch this. He avoids the trap block. Condors don't get trapped. They avoid it. And then they just put out the wings, the legs, and the arms. Down goes Lamar, spot it, Mad Down Max. goes Lamar. This is the guy you can cheer for. Fourth quarter, first down. Can you stone the right tackle? Stone him. Hold your ground. Keep your feet in the ground. Strength. Take down Latavius Murray. Look at this one. Here comes the reverse. Look at this. The reverse chokehold and the pin. The pin. Don't let him up. Don't let him breathe. The comeback, call the comeback. It's coming. You got Ngakwe on one side. Mad Max on the other side. Let's go. Let's get after the MVP. Third and six. Watch it. The spin. The spin. The Condor's spinning. And Gakwe's getting the ball. You know, I'm not going to say that uh, that Max Crosby is, is the second coming of Khalil Mack. I'm not going to say that. No, but what, don't. But what I'm going to say is that Max Crosby is like Khalil Mack. He's a game, he's a game closer. 
Amen. He, you know, he's yes. he's put yes. in work. He he's done his time in the offseason and he has gotten so much better. You know, last year, uh, you know, he had his injury and all that stuff, so he healed himself up, got right, got sober, you know, respect to him for that. Amen. Um, dude. but you know, this guy, I mean, and you see it on Monday night, this guy will close a game for you and will come in clutch for you and, you know, and respect to Gus Bradley for putting him in those positions to be able to do that. And if it's not him, it's Carl Nassib, it's KJ Wright, it's Yannick Ngakwe, it's all those kind of people. But I mean, I mean, how, how do you not love Max? How does everyone in this chat room not have a number 98 jersey hanging in their closet? I mean, this guy's the real deal. Absolutely. And he's all in and from everything from the Raider tattoo to everything that he is committed to yes. excellence. He's committed to this football team. And I'm with you, dude. That idea that we haven't had a closer on defense, and you're right. It's a, it's no, you're not comparing him to, to Mac, but the idea of having somebody that can close a game that has been missing since Cleo Mac has been gone. That's an incredibly fair point, Jeff, and and I and I think a very very good one. All right, let's um, we're gonna keep on this, but let's let's hit a break, catch a breath, and then we're gonna jump into some of the media response. Uh, let me pick the one. Okay. What's up, Raider Nation? It's your boy Will Compton. You're listening to Raiders Fan Radio with my boys Murph, Swaggy Jeff, and Uncle Mosh. Tune in because they put out a banger podcast. Patrick Claybaum with NFL Network here. Hey, folks, I know three things you might like. Do you like football? Do you like the Las Vegas Raiders? Do you like listening to things? I'll add a fourth. Do you like swag? Well, here we got Swag Jeff, Murph, Uncle Mosh. This is Raiders Fan Radio. Hey, Raider Nation. This is Max Crosby from the Oakland Raiders. And goes down, and Max Crosby, who forced a fumble last week. You're listening to Murph, Mosh, and Swag Jeff on Raiders Fan Radio. Thank you so much. Just win, baby. I have to say, like, I, it's easy to get caught up in the emotions. I think that was the biggest Raider win in, like, five years. Yeah. I really do. Now, I know they beat the Chiefs last yeah, year. Yeah, five. But this was at home. This is Monday Night Football. Everyone's ooing and eyeing over Peyton and Eli, and they won. And the vibe was so cool. Was. You know, we, we asked the question yesterday, like, is this thing going to work? Does anybody care about the Las Vegas? I know they care about the Oakland Raiders. Now. Do they, they really did. It was awesome. And Carr was not just BSing at the end when he said the fans were great and the fans were smart. And I have to tell you, if you didn't see the beginning of this game, you saw SoFi Stadium the other night, and they bring out Michael Buffer, and it's very L.A., and it's uh, let's get ready to you know what. Vegas said, I will see your Michael, and I will do this Vegas style and raise you Bruce. This was awesome. It was time. It was time to open that place, and it was time to win, and it wasn't just shrimp and buffer and bottle service. The football was good, good. and they won in overtime. It wasn't time. It was overtime, and they won. Awesome night. All right, there's our good buddy Kyle Brandt from uh, from Good Morning Football, and that that's a great point, man. And, and you know, the only thing that I take away from that, yes, it was the biggest Raider win in a long time. I would say going back to the Thursday night game in Kansas City when Derek Carr hits Michael Crabtree in the front corner of the end zone, Raiders win. Um, but that wasn't a great year for us. This comes on Week One. This is very similar. You know, we were in Vegas last year. Uh, we weren't at the game clearly because nobody was, but we were in Vegas at uh, you know at there at the Raider watch party with yes. Raider Cody uh-huh. and saw the Raiders beat the Saints on Monday Night Football yeah. to start off the season. It felt similar to that, but this was a different vibe. This was still even because because everybody being there and everything that's riding on this, 
I'm with Kyle. There, th- this was the biggest Raider win in a long time because now we have a runway of 16 more games to see where we end up. When the Raiders beat the Chiefs on that night, it wasn't like that was like to clinch the division or like to win a playoff spot. It wasn't anything like that. Right. There wasn't anything like consequential riding on the line other than we hate the freaking Chiefs. So I think that the idea of like what this meant and the excitement that happened around this game with the now potential going forward for 16 more games, yes. that's what carries so much weight to me. What say you? Yeah, you know, I, I totally, totally agree with you. You know, I mean, you know, and it's just it hits different. You know, the, your your first your first win in your brand new stadium. You know, I mean, and, and getting the getting the crowd fired up and getting the nation fired up. But I mean, I mean, we're good. We're good. You know, I didn't see a whole lot during the game that. You know, I was like, man, we really need to work on that. You know, that maybe, first quarter I mean, was a little sketchy, but first yeah, first quarter was a little rough. But, but defense I mean, looked good in the first quarter. Defense looked great, and you know, yes, we we allowed twenty seven points, but the defense was stout. The defense held when it needed to hold. I mean, how excited are you to see KJ Wright coming in and making an immediate oh, impact so awesome. and stuff like that? But yeah, I mean, that was. I mean, I totally agree. That was a huge win, and you know, and it's just. It just gets everyone fired up for what's to come this season. Absolutely. And, you know, when it's 14 nothing, you know, because Mosh got here a little bit late, and he was like, what did I miss? And I'm like, it's awful. Not much. It's 14 to nothing, and the Raiders are going the way the Raiders go. And I'm like, you know, my, my, my saying that I use all the time, thank you, Raiders, for relieving me of the burden of expectation. I'm like, really? Like, week one in the first half, you're already relieving me of the burden of expectation? Are we really going to get punked? by the Ravens in our own crib after Bruce Buffer and all that stuff. But no, they fought back, they rallied back, mm-hmm. and had an incredible effort and energy that closed that game out. It was yep. it was absolutely amazing. And so, you know, despite the struggles early on, we mentioned about Derek Carr and, 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 Darren, and Darren Waller and the frequent targets. Um, we also saw a lot of good come from that. And so we're going to stick with Good Morning Football for a minute. Um, since, uh, sadly, Nate Burleson has, has departed. He's got the new gig on the CBS Morning yeah, Show, yeah. which is great for him, and congratulations to him on that. But I miss him on Good Morning Football. He was like, he's one of the four, right? Yes. Uh, and so we miss him. So they're rotating people through. Anyways, so they're rotating through this week uh, Thomas Davis, former linebacker for the Carolina Panthers. And this is what he had to say uh, about, uh, about uh, Derek Carr and his frequent targets to Darren Waller. So Derek Carr in the first half, he was trying to force the ball to Darren Waller. We know that it was his birthday. We know that he was playing against his old team. So he was trying to give him a gift. But once he settled down and he started utilizing Hunter Renthro, he started utilizing Brian Edwards, he started getting the ball to guys like Henry Ruggs, that's when you see his numbers start to grow. That's when you see this Raiders offense start to flourish um, behind Derek Carr. And he got comfortable. And they allowed him to get comfortable. And that's the real reason why they were able to come away with this win. All right, there you go, Swagger. What do you think? You know, yeah, I mean, I, I totally agree. You know, I mean, we, we said it before, you know, you force feed the ball to Darren Waller, but, you know, that sucked in the first quarter because they were all over him, but it freed up some other folks to, you know, to, later make, the, on, to make yeah. the epic comeback. You Absolutely. Know? Absolutely. So good stuff there from Thomas Davis. All right, so one last thing. I want One more uh, uh, Good Morning Football uh, audio bite here, and this I thought was very good. So – um, one of the things that, that I've, I've still like to say that a lot tonight, but like it's, it's, you know, all this stuff starts to come to fruition when you start closing out, like actually results, right? Sure. Um, frequently we've discussed the idea that, you know, Mayock and Gruden are charged with building and coaching the best football team they possibly can. 
and that it doesn't matter to us how they choose to build it, whether you build it. Uh, yes, ideally, you want every draft pick to hit. Yes, you want your free agent signings to pay out. Yes, you don't want Antonio Brown to freeze his feet, hate his helmet, and run away and yell a gram off for you know, not being a Raider. Whatever. Right. You don't want those things to happen, but they do. So what do you do in response to that? And what ultimately is the result? And so you can be critical along the way and knowing that the Raiders are going to miss more than they hit. Every team does. But when you miss more than you hit and you lose, all you do is give credibility to everybody that talks shit about the team nonstop, right? Right. Anybody that has a criticism for the team, whether you're a hater beat writer, whether you're just a fan of the team, whether you're a fan of another team, whether you're national media, whatever it may be, you're allowing credibility to those opinions. And it's really easy because you're going to be right more than you're going to be wrong because only one team wins a Super Bowl every year. So I think this is really good for the Raiders to have successful results because then media starts to flip. Media starts to turn. And even a show like Good Morning Football, who historically has been pretty kind to the Raiders, sure, they've had their runs at the Raiders sure. over recent history. But now look, with one win, you start to hear the narrative change a little bit and turn a little bit and fairly. So I want to give respect to Kyle Brandt one more time. And let's listen to his point here. And this is a, a, a very salient point that I hope resonates with all of you out there in the chat and everywhere else that listens to this show. This is, look, credit where credit is due. One of the jokes last night was that before the game, it was announced that Cleland Furrow was a healthy scratch. This is the number four overall pick in the draft. And they just said, we're good tonight. You don't need to dress. We don't need you. And that's embarrassing as hell for him. It's embarrassing as hell for the Raiders. Like that, I, I can't think of a time that would ever happen, a healthy scratch, a number four pick. And they take a lot of heat. And they still take heat for the Khalil Mack thing and how it shook out. I have to say, there's a lot of Gruden Mayock guys who made big plays last night, who they drafted, who they brought in. We've talked about Max Crosby. They drafted Max Crosby. Yeah. Two yeah. sacks. Hunter Renfro made plays all over the field. Josh Jacobs. These are guys making plays. And so I've given them heat for it. They take tons of heat for it. But Carl Nassib is a guy they decided to sign, and he makes the biggest play in the end of the game. Guys like Denzel Perryman and Corey Littleton, 10 tackles apiece. Come on. Zay Jones is a guy playing on a one-year contract yeah. who people gave up on, who they didn't want anymore. And you know what? When you win on Monday night with players that you signed and drafted, you should get some respect. You should get your flowers. No one wanted them. And Mayak and Gruden said, let's try Zay Jones. Let's try him again. And they stuck with number four, by the way. It also takes courage to not dress a Cleef Farrell. It's very easy to say, oh, he's our fourth overall pick. We're going to dress him. That's why I like not dressing him. Everyone says, oh, what a terrible pick. How about, let's say, you know what? We know he's not the best player for the, for the moment right now. We're yeah. going to go with someone else. That's on him. I, I kind of respect that, too. It's not hard-headed and say, whatever, put him out there. We got to win this game tonight, and we don't think Cleef's one of our best 53, so sit him down. They did everything right last night. And, Kay, I respect you started the show by saying, Okay, we've had some Raiders parties before, and I've said it too. I'm trying to protect my heart. I understand, especially in Vegas. They do play Pittsburgh next week. Yeah. It might be ugly. I don't know. You have to do it again. That was a great party. They deserve everything with no second guessing this morning. Next week, please let us do it again. Please yeah. don't get destroyed by Pittsburgh. Yeah, please don't let, let us get destroyed by Pittsburgh. No kidding. And, and, you know, Silver and Blacksmith in the chat says, Kyle talked crap about the Raiders a few days before this. Don't buy it. I, yeah, well, but I, he says that. I gave him heat. Like, Kyle owns his opinion on that, and yeah. this is exactly what my point is. You'll hear the media narrative change the more the Raiders win. Like, yeah. it's so important for us to do that this year, don't you think? Yeah, no, I, yeah, absolutely. Let's shut everybody up. Shut them up. Just shut them up. You know, I mean, that was our narrative last year with Derek Carr. Just shut us up. 
Let us stop complaining about you. And he did that. And so now this year as the team, let's shut everyone else up. You know, let's play ball. Let's play Raider football and let's go get the fourth trophy. Hey, man, dude, let's freaking go, dude. All right. Hey, shout out the chat real quick. And I got one more uh, soundbite to get it to before we jump into some Raiders and pop culture. Yeah, absolutely. Aaron, the Q-Dog Raider, Jeffrey, uh, Jeffrey Aregulo, uh, Storm. Arguello, I'm going to guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There you go. Coach Davis. What's up, buddy? What up, Coach Uh, Davis? Yeah, man. Raiders, Gears, and Thread. Uh, Kill Jadis, Aaron, the Q-Dog Raider, uh, Dick Vitell. Uh, is in there. Coach Vital is joining yeah, us live yeah, in there. Co- yeah. Oh, baby. <laughs> Dip-a-doo, diaper-roo. Let's go, baby. <laughs> Tyrone Graves is in there. Matthew Mangus, Aussie Ritter, Aaron Silver, and Blacksmith is in there. Uh, who else we got in there? Uh, Paul is in there. Paul? Yeah, man. Yeah, absolutely. Paul said earlier that it was 115 start kickoff. For AM? Them, for them, yeah, one fifteen AM for them there in wow, the UK. Wow, yeah, no yeah. kidding. He's drinking coffee when he's watching well, that. Heck yeah, he is. He, Jeez, yeah, he, he got a big old. He got a mosh uh, caliber nap in there. Yeah, no yeah. kidding. All right, so one more to get to. So let's uh, we're going to close this out by hearing from uh, from Coach Gruden. Okay. Yeah, Coach. Okay. Gruden, Coach. But before we do that, oh yeah, please. Um, what was your, I, I want to ask you? You oh, ask me wow. questions all the time. Yeah. Uh, what was your uh, What was your favorite moment of the game? What What was oh, What's something that stands out to you and and just fires you up? Uh, well, there's there's a handful. Okay. I would say though that going from the play prior where they lost the kicker where Daniel Carlson disappeared into the abyss of the kicking net. Yes. Uh, and they couldn't find him. And then the Raiders had to return where it was like, this is how we're going to lose. Like, this is how we're going to do this Raiders. Like this is, it was like, there are so many moments in the game where, you know, I'm not using this term lightly or making light of the condition, but like I have PTSD as a freaking Raider fan. Like I've seen this before. I've seen us lose these freaking, you know, these, these, these horrifically, you know, controversial plays, these poorly executed plays, these like, you know, dumb penalties. Like we lost our kicker, so we're going to lose. Like, but to go from that to then the hard work and experience that has gone on from a few off-seasons now of Derek Carr and Zay Jones to where Derek referenced the idea that when Derek wants to throw at 6 a.m., Zay's the first one there to show up. Exactly. They've been putting in the work, and they are so well coached and educated on what to look for in terms of a defense that he was able to look at Zay and go, if we get this look, I'm coming to you. And sure enough, the last play of the game, when Baltimore is bunched up there at the line of scrimmage, looking for a run play for the Raiders to square it up for Daniel Carlson to kick a field goal, what happens? Freaking Zay Jones squirts loose, and Derek like floats the biggest lob ball in the world up there. Oh my there. gosh, he almost hit the top of Allegiant Stadium. And freaking Zay Jones just jogs up underneath it, catches it, and jogs yeah. the jer- Marlon Humphrey just stopped. You it was see that because yeah, because he, he knew was it. Like, it was oh, the, he, this yeah, ball he game. smoked me. And then freaking Zay Jones tear dropping it in the end zone. Like, dude, yep. that just how that could not like culminate. Yeah, that being that last play. So that absolutely is yeah, what jumped I, out to I, me. How about you? What'd you see? Yeah. So, uh, so the, I mean, there was a couple for me as well. You know, it's just it's so cool to see us win one in in situ in the same situation where in years past we lose those games. 
You know, we, we have yes. a, you know, we have a yes. stupid turnover or something right that at the end or something wonky happens like a football bounces off someone's helmet and gets intercepted in the end zone. Oh, my gosh. I mean, I, I think know, right? every every one of us watched that and said, oh, my gosh, this is how we're going to lose this stupid game. You know, but uh, but, you know, my huge takeaway is the defense. You know, I mean, yes, was Derek Carr probably what, you know, I, I don't know who you would call the MVP of the game. You know, I mean, Derek Carr throwing Max for, Crosby, Max Crosby. And yeah. to me, it's it's between Max, Max and, and, and Derek. You know, Derek right now has more passing yards than any quarterback Anybody in the league, in the league right yeah, now. You yeah. know, he was the week one guy. Um, but but for the defense to be able to seal it and for to give the Raiders opportunities. So, you know, two turnovers that turn into 14 points, you know, John. Jonathan Abram coming up huge with a with a hit to knock the ball out, which the following play, Carl Nassib forces the fumble to get the ball back to win the game. I mean, it's defense, man. I, I just I loved every minute of it. You know, Kate, like I said earlier, KJ Wright coming in on a fourth and one, tripping up the running back, and then we get the oh, ball. So you good. know, I mean it's it's so good. And you know, it's just I'm what do we I, score? 17 points in the fourth quarter? Something yeah, like that, dude. and that doesn't happen without defense. Mm-mm. Absolutely like th- not. That, that shows you, like that whole yes. narrative around, like, well, Derek's never had a defense, and people be like, oh, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. there was such a like a controversial like argument or whatever, if you want to lack of a better term, yeah, on like on social media. But like, but again, gives 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 accountability or gives credibility to people that provide the argument and be like, well, he needs to do this or he needs to do that. Right. No, this will show you. Right. You give him the ball back. You create turnovers. If you're if you're plus in the turnover category, right? If if you create turnovers for your offense, Derek will get the ball in the end zone. Yes. There you go. You just saw it. So yes. like I'm with you, yeah, dude. It's Defense all this- showing up. Like it's hey, how about this? What a concept. Complimentary football. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, and you know, and and I love this game because I think it shuts up the people that say, well, Derek Carr doesn't ever throw the deep ball. You know, this offense doesn't throw the deep ball. That dude was bombing it down the field, hitting Waller, hitting Ruggs, hitting Edwards a couple times. That deep and one to Ruggs and where he hit him on the, almost oh to the sideline on that freaking like that deep post yes. or whatever the heck yeah, that right was. Yeah, right there near the end of the game. So yeah, good, I thought dude. he was throwing it away. Me th- yes. I thought he was throwing it Cause, away because he, I mean, the thing went so high in the air and then just seeing Ruggs come under, I'm like, that's what we drafted that guy to do. Yes. You know, yeah. so, you know, and then hitting, I mean, Brian Edwards coming through clutch the last 37 seconds of the game, getting loose with a couple of those. You know, I mean, obviously Hunter Renfro doing Hunter Renfro things. You know, I mean, gosh, this third down, like he's automatic, dude. Yeah, man. So uh, there's just, there's, you're right. I asked this question, but I have so many favorite <laughs> moments of this game that, you know, we could do a whole three hour show and just talk about some of a my favorite three moments. Hour a three hour show. Three hour show. All right, man. That's awesome, man. So, anyway, so let's hear from Coach. Let's hear from Coach. Let's check in with John Gruden and uh, find out what his final thoughts were on, uh, on, on the Raiders winning the game. I'll tell you what, man. This team gave 125%. Not just 110%. 125% with the extra quarter. Derek Carr, field general. And I love the new hair, man. That's some good-looking stuff right there. You can join me and Mark at the Barber anytime. Max Crosby, dominating the opposing line. Darren Waller, unbelievable, man. I feel like we had to win this game twice. That's right, man. Game one of the season. Rory 2-0, man. That's what it's all about. Mac on what if you're with me? Hi, 
This is AJ Cole from the Las Vegas Raiders, and you're listening to Murph, Mosh, and Swag Jeff on Raiders Fan Radio. Just win, baby. And, and uh, Coach Davis beat me to the punch here in the chat, but talk about AJ Cole. That dude oh, had a freaking dude, best game, friend. dude. Yeah, man. Yeah, he stands a whole four and a half feet taller than me. And yeah, the dude balled out, man. Like, what a game. He was punting like, I mean, it was amazing. He looked like Ray Guy out there. You know what I mean? It, it, was, it was awesome, dude. Hey, easy, easy, you know? easy. Oh, yeah, No, man. but I'm with you, though. He looked amazing. And he wears my number, number six. That's my dude, man. Well, yeah, and and uh, and, and so talk a little bit about that. While I, well, I, I'm, you stretch it while I look for a picture. Oh, you're looking for a picture. Yeah, yeah. so yeah, A.J. Cole, I mean... I mean, the guy had like, I mean, I can't even remember how, how, what his longest punt was. I mean, it he was had like, like a 60 some odd like yarder 60 in there, didn't he? 60 some odd yard punt in there, man. Yeah. I mean, push those guys back. You know, we were punting deep in our own territory and he's pushing them back to where they're starting at the 25, 30 yard line. The dude's, uh, the dude's absolutely legit. So, uh, so while I'm stretching this, I'm going to talk about the chat. We're going to be talking yes, about, uh, everyone that's in here, man. Uh, Lee B, Aaron the Q Dog Raider, Big Easy Kill, Jadis, Storm is in there, Dick Vitell is in there. Uh, we're going to go back. Baby. Yeah, yeah. ML is in there. Uh, Big Easy. I think I said that. Raider Gears and Threads is in there. Uh, Quentin Hood is in there. Uh, oh, you found my picture. Good. I found a picture. So, so for those of you that are on the YouTube, there's a picture of Swag Jeff and AJ Cole. Uh, look at how much taller AJ Cole's a big dude, man. Yeah, and he's tall. Yeah, he, yeah. And, and I could have rested my head right in his bosom right there. You <laughs> see that? I was perfect height. You were. <laughs> I didn't get that picture, though. Nah. Well, I'm going to save that for an NFT. <laughs> that was a picture of me and Marcus Mariota doing that. Yeah, you, yeah, you oh were. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, you were. All right. <laughs> Jeez. All right. So uh, another, uh, what do we call them? Segments. Another segment that we do around here. Here uh, at the top of the show. At the top of the show. <laughs> uh, well, actually, we got we got one more segment to get. I got seven minutes to do this. Yeah. Because uh-huh. Kevin the Raider uh, is going to call in at 730. So we're going to hear from our buddy Kevin, and he's going to uh, uh, he's going to give us the rundown on what the fan experience was like. Uh, of course, again, as I uh, mentioned earlier, Kevin is the Raider Mandalorian, and he's going to talk about his game day experience there uh, at Allegiant Stadium. Uh, but before we get to that, uh, we're going to uh, do a segment we call Raiders and Pop Culture. This is where folks send us um, uh, we, we get Raiders and Pop Culture submissions all the time. Yes. I will tell you this, like. When there when there's audio incorporated, those are the best ones. Like people send us like, oh, I was watching this TV show, and here's a Raider logo, or here's a movie I was watching. Sure, like those are cool. And this one's a good one. This one's a good one. But uh, so anytime that there's audio, like like definitely send us the audio versions of that stuff. But we want we want to feature those on the show. Uh, you know, things from different movies and whatnot uh, is always good. So, but anyway, so here we want to give uh, respect to former Raider rat and comedian. Angela Johnson. So it's spelled A-N-J-E-L-A-H Johnson. You can find her on Instagram and everywhere else. Yeah. I so, think she's married to, uh, uh, he's a, a Christian rapper, Lecrae, uh, I think. Oh, I didn't know that. I, th- I think so. It's, it's a Christian rapper. I don't know okay. if it's Lecrae, but yeah. He, she, yeah. Cool. You know. Yeah. Right on. Okay. I didn't know that. All right. So Angela Johnson. So um, this wasn't sent to us directly, but our good friend, uh, Michelle, who was Raiderette of the Year 2014, yes. sister to our best buddy, uh, Jeff Murphy. Yes. Um, she put this out on her Instagram because, of course, being a fellow Raiderette, 
uh, she put a, a, a little snippet of this comedy act that Angela Johnson had. And, dude, I died. This is hilarious. So good. This is so freaking good. So so, so much respect to Angela Johnson. Check her out. Find her on Instagram. Uh, she's a really great comedian. And, again, former Raiderette. And this is part of her act. And everybody always says that the Dallas Cowboys have the best cheerleaders in all the NFL. That they're so much better than the Raiderettes. I mean, that's true. (laughs) The Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders could dance circles around the Raiderettes if they wanted to. But if we take it to the streets... (laughs) Oh, hell no, this is a Raider. Shank, shank, what? How you think we made the squad? That's blood in, blood out, homie. How <laughs> do you think we made the squad? I love it. And oh, that's a cute outfit. I like your boots. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's so funny. I cheered one year, then I had to get jumped out. <laughs> it's a gang reference. <laughs> Oh my gosh, oh, man! So, so good. funny, man! All right, Swag Jeff. Enough of us. More of you and less of us. Let's jump into the Sea of Fans mailbag. There he is, fading, looking, looking, looking. He's under the gun. He's tied. He throws. It is. So uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, if, you, if, you, if you're tuning in, uh, we've got 83 people in there watching right now. Hit the like button. Hit the like button, and then when you're done with the video, uh, leave a comment uh, because that helps with our uh, analytics with YouTube, and it makes us, uh, it just, it, it's good. Do it. Just do it. Uh, so in the chat tonight, we got uh, Matthew Mangus, Aussie Raider, Aaron, uh, Kill Jada, Schmucky the Raider Bear, Tyrone Graves, uh, Aaron the Q-Dog Raider, Big Easy, uh, Raider Gears and Threads, Paul from Shropshire, Mississippi, Lee B, Tyrone Graves, Ron the Mater Raider, uh, who else we got in there? Treslord is in there. Uh, we got a bunch of people. Uh, Kevin the Raider Nerd, who is about to call into the show. Uh, he will uh, He will be joining us in just a moment as well. Uh, Juan... Uh, Tiscarino uh, is in there. Uh, Storm is in there, and uh, and we got Vinny pulling up. Uh, Vin, yeah, Vinny is 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 one of the ones that doesn't get his ass beat for sitting in Uncle Mosh's chair. <laughs> That's right. Uh, you know, he just gets his ass beat for other reasons from Uncle Mosh. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so he is tuning in because uh, because Swag doesn't like reading the emails. I don't do the emails. Nah, you don't I do the email. Do you the get a swollen tongue at times. Yeah, at times, at yeah. times, I absolutely do. So uh, Kevin says he's about to call. All right, so, Kevin, give us a shout, Kevin, and then we'll we'll uh, we'll jump into the emails. Oh, wait, oh, I guess I got to bring up the wood. Oh, man, that's my fault. Bring it up. Yeah, Come on, Dad. I know. Hey, Vinny. Hi, Vincent. Welcome to the show. Hi, thank you. Oh, here he go. he's calling, and I don't have the app up yet. Hold on, Kev. Oh, come on. I know, I know. I'm, I'm slacking. Sorry, I had, to go, I had to go to the bathroom. All right. Do it again, Kevin. I gotta, I'm going to hang up on him. Call it, call it again, Kev, and then uh, we'll, we'll, we'll jump in here from our good buddy, Kevin the Raider Nerd. Uh, how are you, Vin? I'm pretty good. I'm cold. It's cold in the fan cave. What do you, what do you mean? 
It's cold in here. Oh, I like your uh, I like your new Just Win Baby shirt, man. That oh, thing's legit, you. dude. Thank you very yeah, much. That's cool. Sure that's my fun. youngest son, Vincent, here. Welcome, Vinny. Thank you very uh, much. There's no applause because Swag Jeff isn't over there to hit the soundboard. Welcome to the, to the show. Thank you very As, uh, much. As we're waiting for uh, Kevin to call again. Uh, tell Raider Nation who your favorite Raider is. My favorite Raider is Madden. John Madden, exactly. man. John I love that. Madden. I love that answer. I've asked you that on the show numerous times. So just, many times. Just because I love that freaking answer. You love it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Here's Kevin. Best answer. All right, here we go. Call from Kevin Reitzel. To accept, press 1. To send a voicemail, press 2. Okay, all right. We're going to hit... Uh... To accept, press oh. 1. All to right. To send a voicemail, press 2. Press 1. There we go. Kevin the Raider Nerd. Hello. Kevin, can you hear me? I can hear you. What's going on? What's up, Kev? What's up, brother? Hey. <laughs> good, to, good to talk to you, man. Good to hear from you. So uh, we gave your intro a little while ago. We kind of told everybody, you know, you were the Raider Mandalorian before the Mandalorian was the Mandalorian, back when people used to call you Raider Boba Fett. Uh, you've been a super fan for many, many years. Uh, you're from Southern California. You have grown up a Raider fan. And, Kevin, you have a knack of attending some of the coolest Raider events, including the Monday night opener of Allegiant Stadium. Yeah. Uh, we got a chance to catch up with you and your, and your buddy Dan, uh, who was a stormtrooper last year uh, for the Raiders home opener. But you got a chance to go to the game this year. Tell us about what that experience was like. Vegas was electric. It was awesome to be there prior to the game. Uh, we got a chance to meet Josh Jacobs at a charity food drive event on that Saturday. Got his pictures, got autographs with him. Uh, went to a Sunday night um, uh, uh, watch party, uh, met Bob Golick there. Uh, it was just great. It was like uh, a Raider heaven in Las Vegas all weekend. And the game itself, just to sum it up, was just amazing. The energy there at the game, the energy outside waiting to get in, the tailgating, everything was just fantastic. And you could tell that Raider fans were just finally finally ready to have a place called their own and then be able to go in the front door and experience this together and uh, you know the, the the running of emotions through the game especially towards the end and overtime was just amazing absolutely so uh so kev this this is your boy swaggy j uh so swaggy. yeah man so uh okay so so you've been to many games in oakland and you and now you've been to the game in vegas uh what 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 what's your thoughts on the difference between going to a, an Oakland Raiders game and a Las Vegas Raiders game? And you know, and will people uh, will people be disappointed going to a, a Las Vegas game uh, versus an Oakland game? Not at all. I mean, uh, Oakland has its own way about it, and it will be missed. Uh, the tailgating was just epic. And keep in mind too, I've traveled to a lot of uh, away games. I've even been to London to see the Raiders. And Raider fans travel, but when it comes to Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas, you had the hardcore Raider fans there just excited about being there and seeing their team. But it's the same excitement I saw in Oakland. It's the same excitement that I saw in London. It's the same excitement I see across the country to the other games that I've been to. The only slight difference, of course, is the tailgating because sure. – this, the uh, the parking lots are kind of spread out, but it was interesting too because the tailgating parking lots, all of them that were part of this organized parking uh, uh, structure, 
They didn't open till 1 p.m., which is about four hours before the game started. And I kept telling people, I'm like, if this thing opened up at like 5 or 6 a.m., you would see Raider fans there at 5 or 6 a.m. Oh, yeah, 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 absolutely. But but in 105-degree weather, tell yourself this. How dedicated are you to spend 105 degrees dry heat out there for like seven or eight hours? They started opening the doors to the stadium at 2 o'clock, about an hour after the uh, parking lot closed. So ask yourself, unless you are prepared and you have that tent out there and you have it outside your car or your truck, SUV, what have you, and you have ways to keep cool, it was nice to be able to get into that stadium at 2 p.m. I'll tell you that right now because keep in mind of what I wear two games. No kidding. Even though I had fans inside the helmet and another fan like underneath my neck to cool off. I was happy to get in that stadium. I'll be honest, I did not have a lot of uh, tailgating experience uh, because it was hot. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, maybe, you know, after, maybe that was done on purpose. Well, you know, after taking the stadium tour, uh, over, over, this was back in June over the summer, uh, I, I went through the Raider image there, and I bought up a couple of bags of stuff. And then I spent like the next like 30 minutes trying to find Will Compton's brick. In the all the different player bricks out front, and so and I never found it. But like, but I'm not even joking. Like out there in that heat, like just holding a couple of bags of clothes, and I'm in relatively good shape. Like walking around out there, I'm not in Mandalorian armor for crying out loud, bro. I got like lightheaded and like super sweat. Like it's hot. Like Vegas is no joke, man. Especially when you're out there in that. So I'm with you. It's kind of a relief that the thing opens up that early. I think that there was probably some safety precautions put into the planning of this, of not opening up the uh, parking too soon. I would like to see them open up a little bit earlier, because if they're going to start letting people in an hour after the parking lot's open, that doesn't leave a lot of room for tailgating if if you're struggling with the heat. I can assume later in the football season when it starts to get cooler, maybe they'll open it up. But, you know, for a lot of little kids out there that I saw kind of struggling in the heat, because I saw a lot of kids there with their families, I don't want to put kids through, you know, five hours of direct heat like that. So it was nice that they did open up the the, uh, stadium uh, at 2 o'clock and the process of showing your vaccination or if you had to be partially vaccinated, they had like a separate tent for that outside that you could go through and get a special wristband if you didn't have the clear app going. It was nice to get right through there and get through security and get into that cool stadium. Hey, uh, Kevin, I got a, uh, since you're such a Star Wars nerd, I got a Star Wars question for you. You got it. What's up, Anuch? What is the first planet that the Death Star destroyed? <laughs> <laughs> Entirely, it was Alderaan, but they did uh, do a, a nice little uh, work on Jeddah if you watched uh, Rogue One. Um, uh, Rogue One. Mm-hmm. Nice. I love it. Or you could also say Baltimore is an answer, too. Oh, <laughs> oh nice. <laughs> Absolutely, man. So so, so you, you mentioned about the electricity in there and kind of the overall vibe. We kind of rhapsodized early on, Kevin, about how cool it was, like the opening. Like, did did I know you didn't watch the TV broadcast. Maybe you saw some of the videos after the fact. Did Was the energy inside the stadium, was it even closely captured by what we saw on TV? Yeah, yeah. It, you didn't actually see all of it. It, it from what I've heard, uh, there was definitely a big difference being there. I mean, it was just electric. It was amazing because 
looking around the stadium, you know, I was glad to go in so early because I took my time, even though I had some cheap seats up in uh, section 444, I took my time walking around, you know, the 100 seats, the 200 seats and, and was checking out all the restaurants and everything. And of course, I kept getting stopped all the time for the picture opportunities, which is great because, you know, that's one of the things I love about doing that and, and dressing up in the, uh, the Mandalorian outfit. But it was great to see where everything was and walk around because I also did that stadium tour and you got to go see stuff that normally you don't see but as a fan just walking around you see stuff that you don't see in that stadium tour and it was just electric with Gladys Knight there you know doing the uh, oh, Star that was, that was so good. we hadn't mentioned that yet yeah that was amazing yeah and then you had Ice Cube and Too Short for the halftime show but I, I wanted to ask you guys the loudness that I experienced of the crowd cheers and the team, especially the defense feeding off, did that translate there? Did they talk about that on the on on the broadcast? Because it was loud. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, mm-hmm. they they definitely made reference to it a couple of times about about the electricity in there and the and the and the volume, the decibel level of it. Um, not it wasn't like celebrated like when you watch a freaking Kansas City game or a you know Seahawks game or something like that. But they definitely made reference to it for sure. Um, and I'd wondered that too. Like, you know, yeah, we got to go through it before, but to hear it with like, you know, full crowd, like with a full Raider crowd, especially in a game like that with the, you know, with the amount of, of, of you know, emotion that is invested in a game like that, like how much it would resonate. I, I don't think maybe it, 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 it translated as well as maybe what you felt when you were in there. The, the other thing that I want to mention that was great was that every single seat, there was this kind of a, a collectible Raider flag that said Las Vegas Raider Nation over the uh, the silhouette outline of um, Nevada State. And then it said Raiders versus Ravens, September 13th, 2011, Allegiant Stadium. And then there's these little wrist kind of watch plastic things that they asked all the fans to put on that had all these different LED lights that would light up during the yeah. game. Yeah. Oh. And I don't know how well that translated on television, but it was amazing to see that in person because it would see blue and red and white. And then you'd see these cool, uh, like a, a white on a red form or all this really cool stuff going on. And the, when the lights would come down in between the plays, they would do that. Did that also come across to you guys uh, while you were watching it? Not really. No, no. not at all. Uh-uh. No, we didn't really see that yeah. at all. We saw a lot of, of course, a lot of the, uh, shots of the crowd and stuff, but no, nothing with LEDs or whatnot. Yeah. Yeah, it was really cool. It added to the whole fan experience in there, and uh, it was amazing, man. I, especially, you know, seeing the, the defense you really saw were affected by the fans, and the fans were like another member of the Raiders. It was great. We felt that we made an impact, especially towards the end there at regulation and, of course, during the overtime. Oh, that's awesome, man. That is awesome, man. Well, Kevin, thank you so much for the recount. Uh, and are you going to get a chance to go to any more games this year? Do you have any plans to get back over there? Because you're not far. You're in what Santa Barbara? Yeah, um, I, I may do that, but I'm actually tar- I'm looking at possibly going to the Monday night game in Los Angeles against the Chargers. Oh, but, uh, nice! I think at our second I, home. Love- yeah. Oh, totally. I would love to help fill that. Be uh, contribute to uh, you know our, our second you know, vacation home, as we call it, and <laughs> and uh, black it black it out on Monday night. I think it would be great to prove to, not just to the locals there in Los- in L.A. that it's still Raider country, but to the world. That's awesome, man. That is awesome. Well, Kevin, we can't thank you enough for the uh, 
the the account of the fan experience down there and uh, we appreciate you man uh for holding it down for raider nation we've always appreciated your fandom from the from the first day which i guess it's been like what six or seven years ago uh that we that we met when you were you know when you showed up at that uh uh the uh, raiders titans game in your yeah. mandalorian uh outfit man which is absolutely incredible if you don't uh know who kevin is definitely seek him out on social media and kevin tell everybody where they can find you and and also too you're an incredible ambassador of raider nation you're a great super fan but also you host your own podcast network so take a minute man and to, to plug anywhere that raider nation can find you yeah, you can find me on the Fandom Podcast Network, our master feed for all of our podcasts. We've got about 10 or 12 up there uh, serving Star Wars, Star Trek, Highlander, all kinds of fun stuff. And uh, you can find us at fpnet.podbean.com. And, of course, you can find me on Facebook, Kevin Reitzel, and also on Twitter and Instagram at Spartan underscore Phoenix. Go Raiders! Let's go! Raiders! <laughs> hey, and happy birthday, Kev. Oh, absolutely. Happy, happy birthday, birthday, Kevin. Thank you guys so much, man. I'm on my uh, I'm on my uh, birthday weekend high, still off that Raiders win, and just experiencing yeah, you are. Raider Nation. Oh, you in, got the uh, in Vegas. So thank you guys. Appreciate what you do. Thank you, man. Happy birthday! You got a great present from the Raiders. Awesome, and 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 Vinuch, good good to you, man. Like John Madden pick, go for it, bro. Uh, thank you, thank you very much. <laughs> right on, thank you, Kevin. See ya. All right, there he is, Kevin, the Raider nerd, man. Love that guy, man. Good dude, man. He's the best. He's the best. Yeah, we, we became quick friends with Kevin, man, being that we're kind of we're Raider junkies, but we're Star Wars junkies too, man. And so, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. He, we, we, uh, we became fast friends with Kevin. Uh, all right, so uh, here at the top of the show, uh, we jump into the sea of fans <laughs> mailbag, and we hear from the best of Raider Nation. More of you and less of us is a good thing. Yes, and you can contact our show a multitude of ways. So you can jump in the live chat, Jeff, where? Yes, at uh, YouTube.com slash Raiders Fan Radio. That's right. And like Michelle Sweat, Schmucky the Raider Bear, Lee B, Ozzy Raider Aaron, the Big Easy, uh, Tress Lord, Trex Lord uh, is in there, Chris Gang, Aaron the Q-Dog Raider. Uh, so many of our good friends uh, are in the, 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 uh, the chat there. And you can do that anytime we go live, which is on Wednesdays at 4 p.m. Pacific and 7 p.m. Eastern. You can reach us by phone. At 909-345-3346. That's 909-345-3346. And you can leave us a message. That's our voicemail line. and is open 24-7. Leave us a message. And if we play your message on the air three times, you become a made man or a made woman. And then the last thing, the incredibly innovative and creative address of show, that is S-H-O-W yeah. at RaidersFanRadio.com. If you email us there. And we read your email, an indefinite amount of indefinite. There's an extra R in there for sure. Indefinite. If we read your email, an indefinite times, you can become a made man or a made woman that way. And at the times when our tongues swell up, like what happens to me and Swag Jeff at the end of the show, well, yeah. we invite uh, my youngest son, Vinny, to come in and, uh, and to pinch it for us and to read the email. So, Vincent. Now, hey, I will say okay. I I have pr I have proofread these. There are opportunities. <laughs> oh for, yeah, there are opportunities oh, no, for, yeah. to, I, I for Vinny them. to have some potty mouth. Oh, he, he will have potty mouth. I mean, there's potty mouth opportunities. There's, so there's there's, there's potty there, mouth in there. There is. So one of the last times that you came get in, get into that microphone, buddy. Listen to the fire. Listen to the fire. So one of the last times that you came out and and did the show, you read some some naughty words there, buddy. I did. I did. And you're not yet of the age where it's appropriate for you to. 
spout off ugly. Uh, uh, well, I like it. You do. I, I, gotta, I like. I got to self censor at least some of this. Well, you do got now. You got that deep voice going there. Uh, For anybody that's been watching, listening to this show long enough, you know that Vinny used to be very young when he would do this. Yeah. And now you're up here like Barry White over there in Uncle Mosh's chair. About. Yeah. All right. So, anyways, if whatever, if something slips in there, you're not. Just know this. It's you. Get, what do you call it? Amnesty. Yeah, amnesty. Right. Yeah. You can't get in trouble. Yeah. You're not going to get in trouble on Raiders Fan Radio. <laughs> All right, so go ahead, son. What do you got? All right. Uh, this is from Matthew Mangus. Okay, Mangus. Hello, RFR family. We did it. Our Raiders are 1-0 despite a terrible opening quarter from our offense. We pulled it off. The next team we face is the Pittsburgh Steelers and those god-awful terrible towels. <laughs> At first, I thought this would be a cakewalk. Then I saw them completely shut down Buffalo Sunday and realized this isn't going to be easy. Here are three things we, that have to happen in order to become 2-0. One, offensive line needs to be on, on, needs to be on point. Uh, good is out for the year with an ACL, and that means it's up to the depth to fill his spot for the rest of the year. I really hope that they don't move Leatherwood to guard and put in his, back, and put in his backup at tackle. But whatever happens, I trust Cable will have his men ready for Sunday. Two, the defense needs to bring it. Ladies and gentlemen, we finally have a defense. I thought I would never say it, but it's true. Our defense kept us in that game. They need an even better effort against the Steelers. They have some weapons on defense, but I believe that we have the right pieces on defense. Three, the offense needs to be better out the gate. The offense struggled to get on Monday outside of uh, Mariota run. They, could get an- they couldn't get anything else done. They force-fed Waller, which almost led to turnovers and they didn't get Ruggs and Edward involved uh, until late in the game. If they were going to beat the Steelers, our offense needs to be clicking. Amen. That's all for this, twin. Stay safe, Raider Nation. Yours truly, Matthew Mangus, proud made man, Gemini, ma- Gemini man winner 2020, saltiest loser 2021, <laughs> three-time three Sizzler Award winner. P.S. Seeing the Death Star covered in silver and black was amazing and brought the team to victory. Amen. Good job, Matthew nice. Mangus. So Matthew is the uh, he's the cleaner of the two because Daniel's the potty mouth. They both got a potty mouth sometimes. Well, Matthew was nice there. That was good. So Vinny, well, you're, yeah, you're set there up for success there. Well, yeah, that's true. Yeah, right, they right. they cuss me all the time. Well, yeah, but that's different. Uh, I guess so. All right, Vinny, who's next? <laughs> uh, let's see. This is the Silver and Black Nation. Greetings and salutations, the fine ladies and gentlemen of the Silver and Black Nation. Oh, sorry, Tyrone. Tyrone. Tyrone Graves in our yeah, chat. Man. Awesome. All right, a longtime listener and chat room participant wrote a few words out of inspiration from Monday night's victory. Respect to all the players who played a major part, pulling the W while stressing out my heart. Jacobs juked and jolted them. Drake left them in his wake. Marcus showed up early. Ruggs showed up late. Waller, w- <laughs> Waller was a baller. Renfro kept our drives alive. Carlson oh. broke his own record and kicked a 55. Lamar can be real speedy. And an automatic flux, but when it's time, <laughs> that was close. That was close. Uh, when it's when it's time to grit uh, stats, stacks and stacks, just grab the levers, uh, no nose and dials, and crank them all up to the max. The Death Star is a new location for the home of Raider Nation, and a site for our rivals to witness firepower of this fully armed operational battle station. Love it. Here's some tips for the newbies to kind of help you not muck, muck up. Uh, on defense, be a loud crowd. On offense, shut up. 
<laughs> no, Shut the F up, does it say? It does, indeed. Yes, okay. Now raise your number ones high as we mean mug our haters. Then flip <laughs> then flip it to the middle finger as we shout out, Raiders! Let's go! Nice, <laughs> nice job, Tyrone. I love it, man. I, if I'm not mistaken, Swaggo, that is that the first time he's emailed us? I believe so. He's is in our really? chat every week. That was an, a that was a fantastic email. It was. Uh, that's definitely going to be uh, on the short list in the running for Sizzler, which is what we award to the the best emailer or or phone caller uh, of the week. Great job, Tyrone Graves. Good to hear from you. And uh, Vinny, we got what one more? Yes, we do. And this one is from Paul. 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 Uh, evening, everybody. Hope you're safe and well. Where do I start after Monday night? There's a well-known saying, it's not about the winning, it's taking part It's taking part that counts. Clearly, whoever said that is a grade-A idiot or a Jets fan, <laughs> but then <laughs> how else you know the difference? Oh, nice! Oh, <laughs> nice, Paul! <laughs> Love it. Oh, man. It's always been a saying that I've hated, or that I've hated, and the best response to it that I've seen is from Vince Lombardi. If it's not about the winning, then why do we keep score? Come on. Go ask a Ravens fan if they feel better because they took part despite losing. Right. <laughs> the game was was a great advertisement for the NFL and a timely reminder to check that your health insurance is up to date before every Raiders game. <laughs> the human emotions aren't designed to go through so many highs and lows in such a short space of time. The Ravens are tough are a tough nut to crack, and we had to work very hard for our reward. But we always knew we'd have to. Nothing comes easy against them, and it'll be much the same the next weekend. I scribbled a few things down on papers. I watched the game, so here's some brief observations I picked out from the win. The fans sound incredible. What a noise. Isn't it nice to see edge rushers? Jonathan Come a- on. <laughs> Jonathan Sheesh. Abram was a solid, aggressive, and disciplined. When Marcus Mariota picked up that 31-yard run, I think I heard Swaggo shouting from here in Shropshire. Nice. <laughs> I bet you did. <laughs> yeah, you did. It's a shame we couldn't use him against... Um, or, it's a shame we couldn't use him again on short yardage plays. Injury, I believe. Yeah, he got hurt early. Yep. Uh, once we found our rhythm, we were able to go toe-to-toe with him. A.J. Cole's punting was Shane... Uh, Leckler? Leckler. Leckler, yeah. Was yep. Shane Leckler quality. Max Crosby's unrelenting beast, and I love him. When Lamar Jackson got home, I bet he checked under the bed to see if Max was there. Ah. <laughs> nice! <laughs> That's good. The toughest, most consistent, and reliable player we have. It's Hunter Renfro, and I love him even more. Brian Edwards and Jay Jones were quiet for most, Zay, for most part. Zay, but keep going. Sorry. J- Zay, 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 Zay. That wasn't as bad as El Zato, so you're good. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Q brought that up tonight in the chat. Did he really? Uh-huh. That was one of your epic ones there. That was epic. Yeah, Lyle El Zato. Yeah, okay. All right, Vinny, go ahead. Zay Jones were quiet for the most part, but they did uh, what they had to do when it mattered most. The two passes from D.C. to Brian Edwards inside the last 33, or 37 seconds of regulation were outstanding and set up the dead-eye Daniel Clarkson perfectly. Clarkson. No, Carlson. Daniel Carlson. Carlson. There you go. You got it. Took yeah. Me two times. Yeah. It's okay. You're good. <laughs> I forgot to breathe for what seemed like the last five minutes and nearly crapped myself when D.C. dropped back to pass <laughs> at the end. What can I tell you? I'm an old-fashioned guy, and I was screaming for us to get the ball into the center of the harsh remarks for a field goal. My MVP, though, is Coach Bradley. Yeah. Simple, simple system plus discipline plus players in their correct positions equals defense. Paul Gunther was given time to build his defense and way too much of it. All he did was confuse the hell out of people. In 60 minutes, we've seen what can be achieved. 
This is going to be a good season, fellas. The division is tougher this year, but I think that will bring out the best in us. It was a fantastic win and a great way to start the season. Though it did take a long time to relax afterwards, the adrenaline was really flowing. Uh, so, so please, these guys going forward, any chance that we could beat somebody easily for, ch for a change. I know it's a radical thought, but it would be good every now and then if we could be 36-0 by halftime. Yeah. Uh, hopefully this weekend at the Pitts at the Pittsburgh Squealers. <laughs> nice. Uh, I like I like uh, my uh, my uncle Murph, who you know my where I got my namesake from. Mm -hmm. He used to call him Pittsburgh. Yeah. Yeah. The frozen <laughs> block of urine. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right. Go ahead. Uh, everywhere else around the league. Ah, who cares? It just doesn't matter. Stay oh, it yeah. just doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. <laughs> yeah, stay safe, our our family. Love you, Raider Nation. All right, here we go. His Lordship, the Royal Scribe, Paul Egerton, Shropshire, Mississippi, Polly Award winner 2019, Foggy Glasses Award winner 2020, BRT Sizzler Scorekeeper, Proud Maiden Man, five time, five, five time, time, five time, five time, plus one, plus one, one. winner of the Raiders Fan Radio BRT Sizzler Award. Hey, hey. nice job, Paul. <laughs> nice. Paul. I appreciate you, Paul, of course, for the epic email and also Matthew and Tyrone. And thanks, Vinny. Yeah, thank bud. You. Thanks for thank jumping for in, man. On the show. Absolutely. Oh Always love to have you it's here on the show. It's an honor to be here. Well, thank you. Yeah. Appreciate that, man. Raiders are one to know, man. That how, how much fun did we have watching the close of that game the other night? Oh, it was so fun. I think, yeah, you took a video, right? Yeah, I sure did. Uh -huh. Yeah, oh it's like on our that social. was so cool. Yeah, if you, if you haven't seen the video, it's all over our socials. Uh, it's the it's their reaction to the final play of the game, sealing the win, and you see Vinny standing behind with a big old <laughs> Raiders uh, blanket on, and he's like covered up. He's like you know all nervous and stuff like that. And they score the touchdown, and he throws the thing <laughs> off, and it's a Josh Jacobs jersey underneath. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Get you fired up, man. I love it. So good, it man. So good. All right. So thank you, Vinny. Appreciate you, bud. Of course. Thank All right. You. All right. Let's go ahead and jump into the to the uh to the voicemails. And so as I mentioned, if you call the show or if you uh email the show an indefinite amount of times, you can become a made man or a made woman. Undefinite. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to own that one. Yeah, you are. And uh, you can become a made man or a made woman. And uh, so that crew needs a captain. Uh, we call him the Capo. He is Aaron the Q-Dog Raider, and he always kicks off this segment. Greetings, Don Merck. This is Larry Marsh. on the boss, Sonny, or Sergeant on the Sizzler. Big Raider Trucker. Mojo from When the Universe Speaks. Ramon the Mean King. Swag Jeff. Ron the Mater Raider. Nation. Let's talk about your undefeated 2021 Las Vegas Raiders. Of course, Peyton Manning and his brother Eli debuted as the broadcasting duo on ESPN2 Monday Night Football. From the get-go, Peyton Manning did his best troll job. Immediately after the Raiders' very first play of the game, uh, the Hall of Fame quarterback predicted that we would go 6-11 and this season. 
Of course, our Raiders went on to win in exciting fashion in overtime, 33-27. Thoughts and prayers also go out to Denzel Good, who uh, we lost to an ACL tear this season. So uh, kudos also go out to Chucky with his multiple lives lived during the game. And he happened to coach the victory while he was at it. Uh, Waller had the most targets in a single game for the Raiders since uh, old Mr. Raider Timmy Brown in 2000 or Jerry Rice in 2002 or Amari Cooper in 2017 for that matter per NFL research. As, you know, money's game would have it, uh, the Raiders coach uh, has some very common, candid, uh, you know, commentary in support of Waller, you know, praising the uh, athletic tight end following a career night as the best football player I've ever coached. Now, to be fair, despite some questionable drops, when Darren Waller finally decided to consistently catch passes, the Raiders' offense seemed unstoppable. And how about Gus Bradley's defense, for that matter? Anyone miss number 99, Clee? Uh, whatever. Um, <laughs> last week, I posed a put-up-or-shut-up uh, watch for several Raiders, uh, Jonathan Abram, Corey Littleton, Damon Arnett, Zay Jones, Carl Nassib, A.J. Cole, Brian Edwards, you know, everyone without red dip and tipped Braids actually showed up for the win. Not only um, was the finish in regulation awesome, but the extra football period was thrilling as well. After exchanging turnovers to start overtime, the Raiders ripped the ball back, you know, with a strip sack by Carl Nassib on a key third down play. Then a few plays later, of course, DC uh, fourth through the game winning um, 30, what? doesn't even matter how long the past. We won the game. So congratulations on the aforementioned uh, Raiders for avoiding an early hit list. Uh, silver linings. Salute to Mojo for being the RFR field correspondent, showing yes. everybody how Raider Nation has to pull off a weekend in style. I mean, from the hotel to the parties um, to the casinos to the tailgate, inside Allegiant for the, the actual game itself to overtime, to victory, to the after party. Salute the hit list. Jim Rome for taking 12 minutes of his show to describe how the Raiders choked less than the undermanned Ravens. Mike Wilbon, insurrectionist, and as per usual, Mike Dicker. Did I make the time limit? Root. Always make the time limit. You don't have a time limit, Capo. You know that. You can always call back in with that second one. There is no Google Voice for you. Uh, man, Capo, always bringing the heat. My Swag gosh, Jeff, man. Yes. Always love to hear yes. uh, from the Capo. And I thought he... Uh, again, a very salient point, talking about uh, uh, giving respect to Mojo and that game day experience. We heard from Kevin and his game day experience, and of course our good buddy Mojo Raider, uh, respect uh, Lieutenant Commander Mojo uh, down there from San Diego going over to Vegas, and uh, him and his lovely wife, wife Libby, and, uh, and what they uh, got to experience on game day, sending us the pictures and the videos and everything. So freaking very, very, very cool, and, uh, and way to hold it down and represent their Mojo. Uh, all right, next up, let's go ahead and jump into some more of these calls. Uh, Swag, we hadn't heard from this guy in a hot minute. Yeah. This is a fellow 330 resident. You got Ron the Materator. Who yeah, lives his in, next door neighbor over here. Yeah, and now here we got uh, Dave in the 330. What's up, Murph, Mosh, Swaggy J, Nation, and Dave out here in the 330, great state of Ohio. I know this is going to play after the uh, Ravens games, but I wanted to get in my season prediction. And I'm like Frank Caliendo. I'm like, win, 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 <laughs> nice. bye, win. No, for real, though, 15 and 2. Because oh. why not? I'm not an analyst. I don't know nothing. My draft prediction stuff, I just pick the players with the coolest names because that's what I want. But, no, I don't see any, any reason why we can't win every freaking game. We proved it last year that we can. 
I mean, we could beat the best teams out there. We just aren't consistent. So we can. It's possible. Let's do it. I'd rather go the 17, but I'm going to go 15-2. and two. Put my prediction way above everybody else's because I believe in these guys. We're going to get some things done. If not, whatever. I'll just be crying to myself at night. <laughs> like, oh, we suck again. But for now, I'm hyped on these guys. I think we got a good thing going out there in Vegas. Um, let's just do it. Put the wins together. One day at a time, one win at a time, one game at a time. And oh, I'm not calling anybody out, but uh, I miss hearing from B Dog out in the pasture. So, oh, B Dog, if you're listening, man. I want to hear a call, baby. Let's go, Raiders. I love it, man. So yeah, I mean, why not us, man? Yeah, why not? Why not? I mean, it's a fan. If you're gonna, as a fan, if you're gonna predict a, a freaking win total, why not pick fifteen and two? Well, yeah, I love it, Dave. In the three three zero, respect, yes. man. Yes, much respect. And uh, so he, I love it. I love it when our callers reference back other callers, especially ones we hadn't heard from uh, in a while. And we hadn't heard from B-Dog in a past year uh, in a hot minute. And so I had to go all the way back to B-Dog. This is from episode number 106. Now, we're on 217 this was the last, That was the last time he called in? That was the last? No, not the last time we called in, but the like one of the last times. It would think like two seven. Because I think he's no, called in one two. time since I've been here. Yeah, so like 116, 117, I want to say, was the last time he called in when I went through these earlier. Um, but this was from, what did I just say, 107? Uh-huh. Okay, so this was an idea of why people miss B-Dog in a past year. Listen to this. This is awesome. Hey, Marsh. Hey, Murph. Uh, first of all, I gotta say, what a game yesterday. That was closer than I expected. It was probably the first game I enjoyed watching since the Browns game. Oh, all the players looked like they were having fun. Mari Cooper. And, uh, Sunday, the play, uh, Lee Smith touchdown. That, that play was beautiful, man. Not only was it a perfect pass by Carr, but it was a perfect catch by Lee Smith. There's nothing better than just seeing your quarterback in the pocket at the one yard line, throw it to your tight end, and you see no defenders in sight. Also, to add on to that, every single one of the offensive linemen, all five of them, got a pancake block on that on that one play. It was amazing to watch. It was as beautiful as watching Jesus driving a monster truck through a flaming hoop of fire, I must say. <laughs> I love that. Jesus driving a monster truck through a I, flaming hoop of fire. I love it. I <laughs> love B-Dog. Calls back, B-Dog. We, we, we'll get a message from him once in a while, but we had, haven't had him call on the show. Apparently, my tongue swole up here in the last 10 minutes. Yes. Uh, all right, let's get to uh, our next caller, or callers. This is Daniel and Matthew Mangus, the twins, the made twins. Yes. We call them the Mangai. All right, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Bring it in tight. Nice and tight. Nice and tight. Bring it up. Bring it up. Bring it up. Bring it up. Hey, this is our team. This is this our house. This is my family right here. My beta familia. We have waited a year. And this is finally here. We opened at that door. Nobody's taking us away. Let's, Let's go. Fucking go. Let's go. Raiders on me. Raiders on me. One, two, three. Raiders. Oh my gosh, love the passion. Oh my gosh, it makes me want to run through a brick oh, wall. Dude, they are fired up, the Mangus twins, cow. the main guy. She look at it, fogging up my glasses. That I that was awesome. That was yeah. Bring it, fellas. Love that intensity. All right, good stuff there from the Mangus. Okay, so that was pregame. Okay. Okay, now we heard from the Manguses, the main guy again, postgame. Check one, two, one, two. This thing on. 
All right, all right, we're live, Bravo. So, uh, post-game thoughts. Post-game thoughts. We got a victory. What more can you say? What did yeah. Al Davis always say? Just win, Just baby. Just win, baby. Just win, baby. Yeah. Uh, my post-game thoughts, um, very sluggish first half. Um, if we want to, you know, go where we want to go, um, you know, we can't have sluggish first half, especially against the Steelers. Yes, the steel curtain scares me. Still. But, uh, Big Ben is old and washed up. Come on. Yeah, Big Ben's old and washed up. You heard it first. And as always, Raider Nation, this is Daniel Mangus and Matthew Mangus. You're tuned into Raiders Fan Radio. Oh, nice. Yeah, Black Dan and Marsha Chow. Go Raiders, baby. (laughs) Nice. Love it. Much respect, fellas. You know, that could be clipped and, and put on the soundboard. Uh, I, you know, I they they cut a little promo right there at the end. A little, a little audio break. A little uh, radio ID there for yeah, the Megas man, Twins, I like it. man. That was I like awesome, it. man. Appreciate you, fellas. And, and they cuss me in it, which is great. Yeah, they don't like you. No, no. They like that's, They're Mosh fans. Big Easy's in here saying, I can't wait to see the pay-per-view with Swaggy J versus oh, yeah. the Mangas. Well, you know, there's like, okay, you have like Apple uh, and you have Google, right? Yeah. You have like Ford and Chevy. Yeah. You have Coke and Pepsi. Uh-huh. Like people pick one side or the other. What, Mosh and Swag? Mosh and Swag, and they are Mosh guys. Yeah. They don't like you. Yeah, you know, and and you know what? That's okay. You know, I, th- I think a lot more people in the chat and the people that watch, they're 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 OG Mosh guys, you know? Mosh so, is, hey, look, he's, he's yeah, man, he's a legend. That's okay. You're that's the okay. up-and-comer. Yeah, there's nothing wrong you with gotta silver. You got to earn your stripes, man. Nothing wrong with silver. <laughs> nothing wrong with silver. You know, it's not like I'm finishing 13th, you know? It's silver. It's silver because it's silver and black. Oh, Silver is nice. one of my favorite colors, man. Well, so, yeah, yeah I'm is. all about it. Okay, all I'm right. I'm all about all it. Right. Much respect. All right, good yeah, job. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's go to our uh, our next caller, and let's hear from this guy has been on it lately. He's Raider, calling... Raider Cody's in the chat and says, Jeff is my favorite. Oh, nice. Yeah, you are. How about that? Yeah, After you, you are, talked Cody. smack about him earlier, and then now he's When did coming. I talk smack about him? You said you didn't like him or something. Yeah, because... <laughs> What did you say? Well, hold on. Almost, I, I can't scroll up, but maybe yeah, I can find Yeah, I'm going to scroll up right you here. You said, never mind, Cody, you're dead to me, is what you said. Well, yeah. Why because, is Cody dead to you? Because he said, oh, hey, Jeff, didn't see you there. Oh, oh no, he didn't. <laughs> and right before that, I said, I said, hey, Cody, thanks so much for tuning in. You're killing it, man. We love you. And he said, oh, hey, Jeff, didn't see you there. And I said, never mind, Cody, you're dead to me, you jackass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I missed that. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. I can't read the chat while we're doing the show, man. That's amazing. Yeah, man. Oh, Cody, you're the best, yeah, dude. No, and respect, so, bro. Yeah, much respect to Cody. All right, and he, and, and he is killing it. My gosh, Those... well, everyone in the chat right now all said at the same time, uh, you got to hang out with the GOAT. Uh, that's pretty cool. Oh, my gosh. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's legit. And, uh-huh. the, and, and, and the watch parties and the uh, uh, and, and the pregame and postgame shows, everything yes. that Cody's doing, he's crushing it over there my gosh. Uh, on his YouTube channel and, of course, his podcast and everything yeah. else that Cody does. He's counting down the days where he can quit his real job and you know do this full We're time. We're going to pray for him that he hits that, that mark, gosh. man. Yeah, like, that's the dream, yeah, right? Yeah, he's the cream of the crop, man. He's Absolutely. the best. If you don't follow him, then there's something wrong with you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Support what our good friend Raider Cody does. Yes. And, uh, and of course, Cody is uh, not only a buddy of ours, but he's our partner in the in the One Nation Foundation. Yeah, and we appreciate absolutely. everything that he does to support that uh, organization and everything that we do to be able to give to uh, Raiders-related charities. So thank you, Cody. Much respect. And I uh, look forward to seeing you in a couple of weeks. 
I'm going to see uh, Cody down there in Vegas, and uh, I'm going to get a cool opportunity to co-host one of those watch parties with him. Or not the watch party, because I'll be at the game, but the the pre- and post-game I will definitely be around for and look forward to joining Cody there. So thank you, brother, for that. All right, let's uh, get get into uh, some more of these calls. So uh, a guy that's been calling the show every week now for like the last, I don't know, however many weeks, Uh, he's now a made man here on Raiders Fan Radio and uh, always a very entertaining phone call. Let's check in from from the Chronicles of the Black Hole, our new friend, O.G. Daniel. Hey, guys, this is O.G. Daniel from the Chronicles of the Black Hole. Uh, You know, everybody likes to talk about Raiders football and stuff, but see, I'm also into cooking. So I had this idea for a recipe. You need a big pie pan of the size of a paella pan, and you make a crust, and then you want to put four and 20 blackbirds. Now, if you're a couple of blackbirds short, that's fine. You only need 11 for offense and 11 for defense. But you want to scald them with our offense and our defense, pluck the feathers and gut them, and then throw the bird, dead birds into the, the, pie, the pie crust and then put a pie crust on top, put some vent holes, and throw it in a – you need a pizza oven because you need something really wide. And you cook them up, and then you set them out on the table, and you invite over all the media, CBS Sports, ESPN, NFL Network, PFF, you know, bring all those guys in and serve them a big bite of crow. Let them eat Nice. That's right. Big bite of raven. um, I usually like to come up with a wine pairing, but I I can't because these guys are just going to feed their audience Kool-Aid about, oh, well, the ravens were hurt. Okay. And also invite over Nick Wright, but don't don't give him that. Sit him over at the little kid's table and feed him a shit burger without the fun. <laughs> nice. So, nice. with that being said, gentlemen, bon appetit. Oh, bon appetit, man. Absolutely. Paul says that, that O.G. Daniel sounds like Vinny now that he's hit puberty. <laughs> My gosh. That sounds so good. I can't wait to have that, OG Daniel. Oh, my gosh. A little uh, Eat a little crow or a little raven, right? That was awesome, man. Yeah. All right. Uh, next up. Okay. All right. Let's, let's set a mood here, Swaggo. You ready? Oh. Holy cow. I hit them lights, man. My gosh. I wish, we could, I wish we had the remote control here in the fan cave to turn the lights down. But you at home, bring the lights down. Let's bring the mood down a little bit. Yeah. Let's, uh, you know what I mean? Put yeah. on your... Uh, Put your wife in the other room. Light some candles. Uh-huh. And get ready for the uh, the uh, uh, the dulcet tones, as oh the gosh. kids say, uh-huh. of uh, Raider Born. Put Rico. on your slow jams. Oh, get man. ready, man. He's got. Hey, listen. He provides his own soundtrack. Bro. He doesn't need any slow jams. Well, he need, and seriously, he provides his own soundtrack. Oh, yeah. Deal. I'm telling you. Yeah. Here we go. Hey guys, oh Raider Born Rico here. So what a game, man. Hey, hold on. Stop what that. A game. I know, right? right? Thanks to the. I thought I was joking. Stop that and start it over because th- that might be the greatest intro to a call or anything that I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> and, that, and there's no audio assistance from me. Like some of the calls, like, like I'll, I'll throw in some audio. This is all crap, man. Raider Born Rico. That was that was delicious. I'm, is I'm, what that was. Um, <laughs> are you okay? <laughs> Holy cow, man! You that switching was... teams over there? No, 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 no. But that was dope. That was a, that was badass, dude. Rico's the best. Do it again. All right, here we go. Hey guys, Rita oh, Rico here. So, so good. what a game, man! What a game! Thanks to the fans from the bottom of my heart to show up in that fashion way. And listen, we got the craziest stadium in all the NFL and in all sports. 
and see all their fans helping the team to get a win was epic. I was envy because, uh, listen, I, I, I'm here in Canary Island. I, I watched part of the games uh, late night while I was closing the bar and the rest of the game at home. And he ended up at five o'clock in the morning. Got no place to go at this time here. It's all closed and um, everything is closed. And to see all the people, uh, I, I was thinking, man, look at all these parties. They, the, all these people are going to party tonight. All these lions having, a, having fun in Vegas. And um, it, if I'm in Vegas, you got to pick me up with a spoon three days after the game. But anyway... Got to say thanks to the defense. They show up, they deliver it. Max Crosby, he's been doing what I love the most while I'm watching a, a football game. That is, there is only one thing I like more than touchdown, and is second the quarterback. I love what he's done. A KJ Wright is a key player. All right. Is a key player for the defense as Hunter Renfro is a key player for the offense. Kudos to Hunter Renfro. DC got to look a bit more for options uh, than Darren Waller, but anyway, we've done the job. The W is there. Let's put it in the past already. I just want to say thanks also to Lamar Jackson uh, for uh, hanging on. Uh, all the game and the overtime without taking a dump. <laughs> so I don't want to jerk off too much on on, the, on what happened already. I think you guys can do this job a little bit better than me. And um, next game is the Steelers. Now there's two uh, key things for win the game. One is protecting our quarterback because they got a good defense and running the ball and the other is blitzing and put on the ground this slow man who is Big Ben Roethlisberger let's go he, he got to go down it's too slow if we play like that I'm expecting turnovers, recovering fumble, and defensive touchdown. That's the key for winning um, in, against the Steelers. So let's go. I hate the Steelers. Let's go get another W. Let's look forward week after week. With all this say, I love you all, and I'm out. Oh, my gosh, dude. My gosh. Yeah. Freaking legend around here. Yes. Yes, Raiderborn Rico, man. And listen, we joke about his dulcet tones and, and the amazing voice and the music behind it, but he's got great takes. Yes. Rico has amazing Raider takes, My man. Gosh, and so yeah. a great job, Raiderborn Rico, and, and look forward to hearing more and more of his calls uh, as we go through the season. All right, next up, uh, we're going to hear from, so we've gone from the Canary Islands to now the northernmost Raider fan, which is our buddy Kiljadis up there in Alaska. Once upon an evening dreary, while Raider Nation pondered weak and weary, over many quaint and confounding volumes of Raider's lore, while we not a nearing napping, suddenly there came a tapping, as of someone gently rapping, rapping at our stay-in door. Tis some visitor, we muttered, tapping at our stay-in door. Only this and nothing more. Back to our bonds we went reading, a wind we found ourselves craving, 
Soon again we heard a tapping somewhat louder than before. Surely, said we, surely that is something at our Lenay door. Let us see, then, what thereat is, and this mystery explore. Let our heart be still a moment in this mystery explore. Tis the only one did nothing more. Open there we flung the shutter, when with many furtive flutter, in there stepped a Baltimore raven of football days of yore. Not the least obeisance made he, not a minute stopped or stayed he, but with treachery and shadily perched front arm Lene door, perched upon the Al Davis torch just before Lene door. <laughs> Person sat in nothing more. Then the ebony bird, beguiling our cautious fancy into smiling, by the grave and stern decorum of the countenance of war. Though thy crest be shorn and shaven thou, we said, art sure no craven, ghastly grim and ancient raven, wandering from nightly shore. Tell us if thou art friend or foe of this night's spooky shore. Quoth the raven, nevermore. Suddenly the air grew denser, a shadow did the raven render, cast towards us upon the stadium floor. Wretch, we cried, thy good elf hath sent thee, a loss thou hast brought me. Respite, respite thy poison of defeats galore. Damn, oh damn this night, and cast this loss out our door. The <laughs> voice behind us, nevermore. The raven started flapping. Its panicked beak was snapping. Hal's torch ignited with flames like none before. Darkness engulfed the stadium. From the torch was its atrium. A horror behind us stepped out, beckoning the cries we implore. A ghostly raider was this. Was this beckoning the cries we implore? Was it he that quoth nevermore? The skeletal raider breathed a sigh. The raven's shadow did fade awry. The autumn wind blew. By no malevolent intent it bore. Bury their light, the voice again quoth. The voice made our feelings sloth. The raven silently shrieked and fell onto the stadium floor. It sold from out the darkness, then laid on the stadium floor. Quoth Raider Nation to Baltimore Raven. Nevermore. Oh my gosh. Good job, Jadis. That was unbelievable. Bringing Edgar Allan Poe and the Raven. Okay, so I got to tell you something. So last week, um, we were figuring out what our episode title was. And yes. I said, and I said, we should do quote the Raiders nevermore. And I asked Mosh, I'm like, is it quote or quote? And he goes, just put quote in there. So we put quote in there. But I love that, like, Kill Jadis then connected those dots and literally read the Raven with the Raiders twist on it. That was amazing. That was dude. so cool, man. I love that. So fun. And I love to. So, so Tober 24 uh, in the chat says is this a book club raider channel yeah <laughs> that was incredible yeah man oh man good job kill Janice. that was fun that was fun all right uh we got a couple actually nope uh we got one more to get to just last one here uh we're gonna hear from our buddy we call him the historian because he is just a wealth of raider knowledge of the past and the history of the raiders let's hear from our buddy, good buddy in houston houston raider steve Murph, mosh swag jess jeff nation made men and made women uh great win by the raiders historic this is a uh, song by Alan Parsons Project, The Raven, also known oh, by man. the Edgar Allan Poe. Quote the raven, nevermore. Let's quote the raven, nevermore. Quote the raven, nevermore. Let's quote the raven, nevermore. Nevermore, 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 never. Nevermore, nevermore, never. Never more, never more, never. 
Never more, never more, never more, never. Never more, never more, never. Never more, never more, never more. This is dedicated to all the great uh, Raider fans, Raider Nation, oh Al Davis. And I dedicate this to Rob Rivera, the co-founder of the Black Hole. We're all praying for you, Rob, and everybody that's yes. been affected by COVID. Amen. And some of them that we've lost. God bless them. Goodbye. Goodbye. Oh, my gosh. Houston Raiders, Steve. My gosh, we love it when he sings. Oh, we love it when he sings. And he, and he had a very heartfelt sentiment there to all those, uh, especially uh, Rob Rivera there, who are struggling with COVID. And so, uh, you know, serious note, absolutely. Uh, many prayers up for you, brother, and, and, and Godspeed to good health. Um, but, man, how funny is Steve, dude? My God. Like, he's the best. Like, this is what we always say about, like, folks that want to call in and sing or whatever. Like, just commit. Yeah. You don't have to be talented. Yeah. Just commit to it. And and, and that's what yeah. Houston Raider Steve and does I, so and well. And I love his comedic timing. You know, because you know, there's there's a point where, you know, he could have drugged that on too much or not done enough. Right. But he did perfect and had the just the right amount of pauses in it for you to be like, Oh, he's done. Oh wait, no, oh, he's, no not. he's not. <laughs> he's the Zach <laughs> Galifianakis of Raiders fan radio. Truth. He just kind of lets it hang and then hit you one more time. I love that. Yeah, that was great, man. I love that. Great job, Houston Raiders, Steve. So all right. So here at the end of the show, yes. at the top of the show, we award a Sizzler Award. Now, that goes out to the best emailers and phone callers of the night. Uh, normally, that award is awarded by the one and only legendary Uncle Mosh. But in, in his absence, it goes to Swag Jeff. So, Swag, who is the best of the best tonight? Yes, yes. Let me break it down for you. So right. uh, so we started off uh, with uh, Matthew Mangus, who emailed us the key to the Schittsburg game. Uh <laughs> Uh, then we heard from uh, Tyrone Graves, a uh, first-time emailer, reminding us that uh, that it's not a crime to rhyme all the time, uh, and the middle finger to the haters. Uh, then, of course, we heard Paul with the emotional roller coaster of Monday night that he went through, highlighting the defense and uh, Lamar. Jackson checks under his bed for Max Crosby at oh, night. Oh, that was good. Yeah, man, absolutely. So we, uh, we of course, heard from the Capo, uh, and then we heard from Dave in the 330 with his 15 and 2 prediction. That was good, dude. Yeah, yeah, that's strong, dude. That's strong. Then uh, the main guy who uh, hyped up Raider Nation and then gave his post game thoughts. It was just three words. Just win, baby. That's all it is. And then OG Daniel with a recipe for a scalded raven pie. Oh, which nice. sounds yes. delicious. It sounds delicious. Uh, Kill Jadis with the Raiders edition of The Raven by Edgar Allan yeah, Poe. I'm very creative, yes, dude. That was good, creative. man. I like it. it. I like it. A different take. Uh, Houston Raider Steve with the Alan Parsons Project uh, Raven <laughs> performance, which is just beautiful. It was just oh, wonderful. Man, so it was good. just wonderful. Uh, but tonight, this week's sizzler. Okay. This week's sizzler goes to a man with an epic music introduction. You have to pick. You would have to pick him up with a spoon three days later if he went to Vegas. Yes. He loves quarterback sacks. And thanks to Lamar Jackson for holding your shit until the end of the game. And it could be argued <laughs> that he shit the bed on the field. But thanks oh, for waiting to go. get off. It is Raider born Rico. Yeah. <laughs> Sizzler. 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 We are Metallica and we are here for your Oakland Raiders. From the Walking Dead to Errant Jedi Knights, Raiders fans are a rogues gallery. Ah, 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 ah,
Now we have to end that with going Zer, Zer. Oh. No, we have to do Jones. I don't know. There's nothing jo- that rhymes ho- with that. Jones. Ho- <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. Yeah, okay. All right. So, wow. What an amazing show tonight. Yes. What an epic freaking Monday night football game to celebrate. Yes. Uh, what an amazing start to this NFL season, especially when it comes to our Raiders. Sure would have been nice to see somebody in the division lose. That You know what I mean? But, hey. Yeah. Everybody... But, hey, you know what? I'm going to show you this because right, this, this was posted by the, uh, by the NFL uh, or ESPN or, no, Sunday Night Football. Okay. Said oh, that, yes, yes, yes. Show that. So said And that, tell them so the audio listeners know what you're showing. Yeah. So, uh, so on Instagram, uh, SNF on NBC, the Sunday Night Football page, uh, they said best of the West. And because is if if you pay attention to the NFL, all the West teams won. So the both NFC, divisions, the NFC West and the AFC West, both went undefeated week one. But and so you would think that they would put the Chiefs at the top of our division because that's just what the stupid ass guys do. Uh, but look who they put at the top of the division. Look at that. Nice. Picture of Derek Carr and your Las Vegas Raiders. Yeah. How cool is that? And you know why, Jeff? And Why you didn't is that? Know, I, I've had this folded up, sitting okay. here underneath my monitor for weeks now. Oh, good. Because I've been waiting for a time to show this. Okay? This is why the Raiders are at the top of that list. Okay. Number of AFC West champions. Now, people can talk all the smack that they want. They can, whatever, all the recent history they want. But just remember, we have three Super Bowl rings and 16, 16-time champions of the AFC West. And look at that right there. Chargers with 15, tied with the Broncos with 15, the Chiefs with 12, and of course, for the time that the uh, the Seahawks played in that division, they have two. The Raiders still, despite all the recent success of these other teams, the Raiders are still the leader of the uh, in the clubhouse for all-time division uh, championships. So anyway, thank you so much, all of you tonight. I'm going to turn it over to Swag Jeff early because I want you to shout out the chat, all the amazing donations tonight. I'll just say this and leave you with this. Raider Nation, you're beautiful. You're amazing. We love you so freaking much. Thank you for all of you that participate and, and have supported this show at where this show is going based on your, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Encouragement, participation, uh, what everything you do to support us and to push us. Man, it's, it's awesome, and we love you so very, very much, and I can't thank you enough. Find us on the audio podcast, Raiders Fan Radio. Uh, you can find us on the YouTube, youtube.com slash Raiders Fan Radio. Swag Jeff, tell them the rest and take us home. All right, and thank you so much uh, to everyone in the chat. Uh, Kevin the Raider Nerd, happy birthday, brother. Raider Bon Rico, congrats on your sizzler. Uh, Corey Fleck, Aussie Raider Aaron, Paul from Shropshire, uh, Big Easy, Michelle Sweat, my bestie, uh, the Big Easy Kill Jadis. Uh, who else we got in there? Uh, Big Easy Running Bears in there. Nice. Aussie Raider up, Aaron, Tim? Kill Jadis. Uh, Aaron, the Q-Dog Raider, thank you so much for everyone for tuning in for another episode of Raiders Fan Radio. Thank you to everyone who donated to the One Nation Foundation tonight. Awesome, man. Uh, folks like Aaron, the Q-Dog Raider, uh, K. Matt Dowdy, uh, Foxy Scorpio, Tider Raider, Matthew Mangus, Lil Tiger, Chronicles of the Black Hole, Kill Jadis, Tyrone Graves. We made $69 hey! tonight. Hey! <laughs> 69 dude! What's up? 
<laughs> Thank you so much for Whoa. tuning in. Yeah, right? You strain things are afoot at the Circle K. You know? Yeah, thank, thank you so much for, uh, for tuning in for to another episode of Raiders Fan Radio, uh, where we take a lighter side journey into the dark side. And don't forget, boys and girls, what happens in Vegas started in Oakland. Good night, everybody. God bless you. Good night, YouTube! Goodbye. Where's the damn button? <laughs> Just press the damn button, nerd. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.